3: what's going on hello everyone in the ether it's, it's us. we are starting a
2: cult with grant and jake and mitch is here and he's drunk and alex
3: <laughs> yeah, is over
2: there i don't know if he's gonna be talking but he's man, there
3: me and mitch are having a great time right i
2: now. know dude you guys split a four loco yeah four. i got loco some voodoo rangers here
3: we're, yeah dude it's like holiday season um yeah, so this is our off episode and uh we got uh, we got a couple cool things uh I do, I want to start this episode with a little uh, sentimental offering here, okay? Offering. I'm going to provide you guys with some legitimate information, okay? Um, If you like the podcast, if you like the things we talk about and, uh, you know, stuff of that nature, be sure to reach out to a great, great podcast and listen to them. They're called Astonishing Legends. Okay? Oh yeah, they are great. They're and they're I'm, great. I'm allowed. I'm allowed to say this because spectacular
2: I spectacular podcast. Get- I,
3: I'm allowed to to give them a plug here because uh, I reached out to Astonishing Legends, and I was speaking with one of the hosts, uh, Scott Philbrook. Scott. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I told them about the show. and We were just kind of chit chatting back and forth, and uh, I told them I was like, "Hey man, like you know, you guys are the shit, man." You, they they do some of the best research I think I've ever seen in my life.
2: Yeah, They were probably a big reason that we actually wanted to start this podcast at all. Oh, like, definitely. No. They were definitely one of the most uh, listened to from me and G. They're my least. favorite
3: podcast
1: like in existence. Yeah, me too. I listen to them every morning. They're so good.
3: Um, But yeah, uh, actually a couple of the... I, I know it was the Black Eyed Kids was one for me. Uh, a lot of the information I had came... From them I won't even be afraid to admit that
2: yeah I mean they they do the research man
3: but yeah so check them out they're they're cool uh, I like them because uh, they make me feel good about myself um, they're they're not famous people you know they're not like a Joe Rogan who has like a famous career they're just regular dudes that uh, no, do didn't... a cool show and they have crazy good information
2: you're telling me Scott Philbrook didn't start on Fear Factor
3: no he didn't really not even Survivor not, <laughs> not, not even,
2: even not even just just doing jujitsu in his basement and oh he probably did oh no but they're uh, Scott let us know
3: they're super interesting they have some of the coolest interviews I've ever seen
2: they do and they cover some of the stuff that it was just so off the wall we had never even heard of them before um I will we tell you this some of their I'm
3: gonna I'm gonna be completely honest and. I don't know if this is going to happen. If anyone from Astonishing Legends or any other podcast, for that matter, ever listens to this, um, of the podcasts that I'm familiar with that cover things like us, if you really want me to be real right here, this is coming out. Our series on the Skinwalker Ranch was the most in-depth series on the Skinwalker Ranch as opposed to any other podcast I've listened to on it. And You're I'm bragging. not afraid to say
1: that. You're bragging. I Bragging am? rights are here. Because for you that
3: one, we we busted our ass for that one.
2: We read a book.
3: That was... We, we read we, a whole book. <laughs> now, to be fair, everyone, <laughs> all, all the other podcasts had that information. We just chose to be very blunt a lot and of, tell you yeah, everything a lot that of we people, do. A
2: lot of uh, the other podcasts that use that as a source and like cover it tend to uh, omit certain things that they don't deem as important to the story. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was all important to the story. Well, so that's kind of why we it, it was a four-part series there.
3: And uh, in their defense, in my boys at Astonishing Legends uh, defense, we did an episode uh, about 90 minutes or so uh, about uh, the Patterson-Gimlin footage. Yeah. They, they did an 18-hour oh. series where they actually finished by interviewing Bob Gimlin, the guy who was there during the filming of the footage. So I'm not trying to say that we're on par with that because we're really not dying. at all no, but not uh, at all <laughs> these guys these guys are amazing. I don't know if we ever will that, be. i, I hope ju- we will I be, just but. said the skinwalker for us because i I'm very proud of that series no that was a
2: that was a good time that's why that. if
3: I ever had a baby, it would not be as important as the skinwalker ranch <laughs> series. It wouldn't be
2: wow that's
3: <laughs> I might change okay. my mind in a, in a couple of years <laughs> I ago. would hope
2: uh, once you might see its face, but uh. <laughs> I'm gonna name maybe, it, maybe some audio on the internet might. I'm gonna name it skin. Water. Might supersede that in your mind now. I don't know.
3: <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, just uh, check out astonishing legends. They're they're great. They have a cool ass show. They are fantastic. Um, they they keep it clean. It's a family show. They do not swear or they make don't do jokes. stuff
2: like us.
1: No, nah. they they are very professional. Very very well made, produced. Uh, way to podcasts. talk shit
3: about us, buddy. That hurts my feelings. Well,
1: we're having fun though. You just said talk <laughs> shit, and they wouldn't. <laughs> they're they're not having fun. I don't know <laughs> how they're having fun with all the information.
3: Scott Philbrook us. and Forrest Burgess are not having fun <laughs> when they do their job. Okay? <laughs> just
2: say, just in in saying uh, way to talk shit, you're you've already crossed a line that they would never cross.
3: No, it's true. They're they're good though. They are. They're fantastic. They are exactly but who I aspire they, to be.
1: They're my number one podcast. So that, That's saying a lot.
3: I mean, I have to say, ours is number one. I do. I think this. I listen to our podcast. No, I'm I'm gonna make this super weird. Uh, I do listen to our show, and I don't like hearing myself speak. Uh, What? But I do. I do enjoy just listening to it because then I know where we went wrong.
2: I I'm sort of in the same boat because, but I mean, like, there's other people involved, like, so I can like hear you say things Uh off of things I say. So I'm like, ah, that's fine, and I kind of have gotten used to it. Like, after recording music and stuff, I'm like, I don't like hearing myself sing. But then it's like, well, that's my job, so I kind of have to. I got to get over that. No, Uh,
3: exactly. Exactly. That's how I feel. We just released
2: a new song, by the way. You did. No object. Look it up.
3: I'm not getting paid for this, but uh, that's not true. Uh, Matt and Morgan, are they are supporting us right now. Solely,
2: yeah. They're they're the good people uh, giving us funds monthly.
3: Um, but I want you guys to know, uh, I'm, I'm never giving up on this. This is this will be my job. And I don't care what anyone tells me. This will be my career.
2: I like how unscripted this is, because I feel the same way, though this is probably the first time I'm hearing this from your, from your no, lips. No, it's true. This is my job. This, this is, is good. I like this, too. I want this, yeah, I want this to be uh, mine as well, so...
3: We're getting there. I'm going to get big, and I'm going to cut Jake out completely. Really? And he won't exist. (laughs) He will not be a part of the show. It'll be me (sighs) solely. God damn it. And maybe homeless people that I decide to interview off the sides. Oh, and you'll just be like Ari
2: Shafir on his incredibly successful podcast. So, yeah. Yeah. Good work.
3: I've never... I listened to it a little bit because... Whenever I'm in the car with my brother, he always is, like, listening to that shit.
2: Ari Shaffir's?
3: Sure he's the podcast guy, dude. He listens to stuff I've never heard of. And, like, even today we are listening to Yeah, your to brother
2: some, Trevor, he's the podcast
3: guy? I've never listened to... I, I've never heard of any of the stuff he's talking about.
2: Dude, you? Yeah. Oh, was what, what the one with Tom Segura and uh, Burt Kreischer? It's, like, Two Bears, One Cave or something? Yeah, something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Yeah, your brother's more a, of, like, a yeah. comedy guy.
3: Dude, that guy knows comedians because he is a
2: comedian dude he does stand-up he's awesome
3: yeah he knows comedy like i know pornography (laughs) (laughs)
2: really i don't don't really even know pornography (laughs) ron jeremy yeah (laughs) i can tell you the dimensions of any porn star name hey
1: hey griff met ron jeremy that's true
2: griff did meet ron jeremy I, I don't know if he
1: wants that story spread around, though. Oh, well,
2: sorry, Griff. I haven't, dude. I, it's, on the, it's in the ether well, now. It's just,
1: it's just something that happened. It was like, oh, I just happened to meet him. He was yeah, just,
2: it was at a venue. Griff was doing see, a gig that's at That's, like,
3: there. impressive. I've only ever really met famous people that are, like, famous to me. Like, no, yeah, no one else would know. Like,
2: I think the most famous person I ever met was Mac DeMarco, and that was just kind of like, like, hey, 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 I, I just saw your show. It was great. I, yeah, I, <laughs> we, yeah, we
3: met him, dude. He has my phone number, but it's my old phone number, so yeah, he'll because never you, yeah. Be able to contact me again.
2: Yeah, G couldn't get into the venue, so afterward, like the band met him outside and was just like, "Hey, that fucking sucks. Uh, we'll like call you next time we're in town. We'll get get you into the show for free. We'll get some lunch with you." And I then, feel terrible because yeah, I'd and never
4: then win. and then
2: G got a new phone. <laughs> I had a, Grant
3: got a different phone. What was his name? Andy White. Andy I White. I stu- yeah, I still have his phone number, and uh, I talked to him about going to that show, and uh, I never went. Dude, I never uh, went. I feel bad. I never went.
2: I don't know, man. It it is what it is. I'm sure it didn't weigh on their minds. No, so I don't much, think but they
3: probably didn't remember. At they texted all. you, dude. Yeah, I talked. I did talk to. And Andy. you were just
2: like, yeah, maybe. And then you got a, a different phone number. But uh-huh. Andy White, dude, his other band, Tone Starts Bandit. Ta- yeah. Tone Star Bandit or yeah, so whatever it was, it, it's like tone, one word. Tone Star Bandit or whatever. Tone, tone Star Bandit, star. Tone Star Bandit. It's like one word. It's weird, but they're great as well.
3: Yeah, I don't know if this is going to resonate with anyone that listens to this show, but uh we met Brent Hines. That was cool. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I wasn't there for that, but that's yeah, tight. Guitar <laughs> player
1: Mastodon. Yeah, but Brett Hines uh
3: that's really it. Uh Mitch, you and I met Shaky Graves yeah, we'll
1: yeah. Shaky Graves it's all cool. just musicians that we've met Shaky Ooh. Graves is way shorter in
2: person, yeah, but, but that might just be because me and Mitch are like six feet tall
3: yeah yeah <laughs> I don't yeah.
1: know oh grant uh you well you didn't meet Rob zombie, but he gave you a pick yeah he did during like his show
3: yeah yeah it was, it was cool. insane he ran right up to me it was weird it was strange
1: yeah he was running it was during the show John five was just ripping a solo and Rob Zombie decided to run around like the you know the the venue we were at and people were like running after him and he just happened to have a pick and just gave it to Grant and like you know like patted him on the shoulder and just ran off.
3: Yeah, it was strange. He's a good
2: man, good filmmaker. Um, I know his films more than I know his music, honestly, if I'm being very honest.
3: Those, yeah, honestly like I've met other people. We uh <laughs> Me and Jake met the bass player from I Hate God. Yeah. Yeah. We were were just smoking outside, listening to him uh, speak. About uh, their bandmate being stabbed in Mexico. Dude, we're kind of like. You're just sitting there listening. You're kind of like
2: exaggerating it because we were just outside. Oh, they weren't and talking he, to him. He, he was, was just talking there. to someone else like in our proximity. He was as
3: close <laughs> as I was, I am to you right now. Yeah. But we just weren't like. We were just sitting there just like in silence. Yeah, just we like, were just standing outside.
2: Uh, what was it? Justin was just smoking a cigarette. We were just listening in. We were just like, what
3: the hell? This is awesome. Uh we Mitch were you there I don't know we met I know me and Justin met uh Reed Mullen the dude from COC because I thought Justin knew him and uh he was just like yo dude what's going on and then we were just sitting on a bench with him and I was like dude I just saw you you're the drummer and he's like yeah I am dude what's going on and that was a weird day for me, but no one knows who that is. I know who that is.
2: <laughs> Didn't Justin do a similar thing with the guy from Butthole Surfers? He yeah, was Jeff like, hey, Pincus... where do I Yeah, he was like, hey, where do I park? And he's yeah, like, oh, it's over there. He's like, alright,
3: hell yeah, Butthole Surfers for life. Dude, we were fucking <laughs> <laughs> We were in the car and fucking Yeah, Jeff Pincus was like smoking a cigarette by like a Target and Justin slams on the brakes and he's like, yo, Jeff where do we park? And he's like I don't know, man. They had cones out for us, bro. We just fucking pulled right up. And we, he was just like, oh, man, fuck you. And he was like, nah, man, fuck you. And he's like, ah, I'm just playing, man, butthole surface for life. It was just, uh, we were both. Uh, I like, who
2: was that guy? He's like, that was that was Pincus, dude. That yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Me and the other
3: dude in the car, we were just like, you know that guy? He's like, dude, that's fucking Jeff Pincus. And we were like, who the fuck is that dude <laughs> who is that guy
2: yeah dude Justin justin is grant's cousin he's, he's a good man oh he's he's a very he's the good shit
1: man. dude he knows he knows everything he knows
2: everything about any band or movie that you could mention
1: abba
3: to zappa dude that guy will just abba tell Zappa. that is very good that's yeah. ever existed i promise you
2: and any film
3: i'm trying to think of any other people i've met like athletes but that doesn't really matter.
2: I saw Buddy Guy walking into his own bar in the South Loop one time. He's That's
1: cool. he's short as fuck. But uh, that was the extent of it. I saw Jim Gafkin. You saw him. You didn't meet him. Yeah. Well, I also saw Tupac. Well, I didn't meet Buddy Guy. Oh, I yeah, just I saw believe him. it. <laughs> I saw Tupac. It was a Tupac impersonator at the Mall of America, and <laughs> it looked just like him. I was like, he's he's still alive. It has to be him. I believe
3: that. Um who else? Mitch, we met people at concerts and shit. I'm trying to think. I'm racking my brain here, but it's not working. <laughs> I don't
1: know. I think that, that's pretty much it. Uh. Dude, we saw Brent
3: Hines in Chicago that day. Remember, we were in the car. We were like, we were driving around. And we were like, is that fucking Brent Hines? They're I don't like, think that was. I think it was. Who else has a face tattoo? And Mastodon had a show. Like a mile away from where we were that night, like Mike who Tyson? Else would that have been? Was it Mike Tyson? Have a he he was like a like a a tall white man with a face tattoo. Maybe the lighting uh, was weird that know. day. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, but
1: in Chicago, who knows who, what you're going to see? I guess it's you
0: know?
2: true. Um, Dude, just that statement for some reason reminded me of this story I heard of outside the uh, the the art institute. It was like the last year that we were that I was in school, so you were still in school. Yeah. But like as we were going down there, it was like the Art Institute was like probably like three blocks down from where our all our classes were, right? So, uh, apparently there there was some guy in front of the Art Institute who was like just smoking a cigarette, and some guy came up and asked him for like a cigarette, and he was like, "Yeah, sure," and he gave it to him. He's like, "Do you have a lighter?" He's like, "Yeah, here," and he like lit his cigarette. He's like, "Thanks." And then this this guy that came up and asked for the cigarette and the lighter bit this guy's ear off,
3: Mike Tyson style.
2: I know it all ties together. But dude, he just bit this guy's ear off. Like as I think it was like a couple weeks before my graduation. Damn. Wait, were you there? No, I wasn't there. It was just oh. a story. It was just one of those fun stories that I get uh, from the emails from Columbia College whenever there's a crime in the vicinity. Hmm.
3: Oh, uh, this just came back. To- I'm. I'm so one-track minded right now. Yeah. All right, uh, Mitch, you were there. I don't know. I don't know if you were with me at that moment, but I met. Uh, I think you were there. We met Randy Blythe from Lamb of God. Yeah, we yeah were, sort like, of. We like we we didn't like have a conversation, but we like exchanged
1: pleasantries and
3: like. Yeah. It was like, hey, I, what's going on? Yeah, like he was he stopped for a minute. And we were just like, hey man, like can't
1: wait for your set. And he was like, How yeah, because he was filling in for Mike when we saw I Hate God.
3: Yeah. Yeah, when Mike was getting a new uh, liver. Yeah, he was. He was there. Uh, we met. No one. No one's gonna know this. If you know what this is, you're you're real. You're real OG. We like met and hung out with the dudes from Scorpion Child. You remember? Wait, that when year? was that? Yeah,
1: yeah. And the singer was just like, "Yeah, I smoked crack for the first time in St. Louis." And Justin's like, "Hey, we don't need to talk about that in front of the youngsters." How and, old were you guys? Uh, Thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit older. We're probably, <laughs> we're probably we're probably like fifteen. The scorpion oh, yeah, child maybe, dude, maybe, just yeah.
2: like out of nowhere, he's like, I smoked crack for the first time dude, here. I'm. Still, you guys were like, Hey, yeah, man, SpongeBob and all with that.
3: All of those guys individually on social media. Hell yeah! All the
2: social media. Well,
3: the singer, the guitar player, and then the the ex guitar player who was like badass motherfucker. He had like a, so he was, badass. He got kicked out of the band. He like quit. I don't know. They're they're like weird. They're cool, man. They got some cool shit, but it's like. They're, they're not game changers. I'm not going to lie to you. You know? Well,
1: well I mean, fucking well, they whatever. Like a, they have like a classic rock kind of style. They have like a
3: Zeppelin vibe, like hardcore. Cool enough say. to be
2: mentioned in uh in the famous people bracket of this podcast. No, definitely. Yeah, they you were know?
3: like cool, man. We were just hanging out and shit. Uh, oh, no, dude. Me and Georgie, <laughs> we were in Milwaukee. Uh, We were like kids. Well, maybe not kids. We were probably like 13, 14. That's yes, kids. And, uh... We were in Milwaukee with my parents. Uh for some reason my brother wasn't allowed to go. So he had to stay home.
2: Dude, I remember hearing this story at a family dinner that I yeah. I, I sat in on. And it was uh, like it, I think Georgie, Trevor got like bad grades or something. It was something. <laughs> and
3: me and Georgie, we were we were in downtown Milwaukee with my parents. They were taking us to the Brewers versus like the Giants game or whatever. And uh we were just like hanging out. We went to Benihana, you know. I don't, that nice. Where, it's like a house of Kobe.
2: I've only heard that that restaurant name in films.
3: And uh, yeah, we were there, and uh, we're we're eating dinner, and like all these people are like going up to this guy, and they're like getting autographs, and like my mom was just like, "Who is that guy?" And <laughs> me and Matt were like, "I don't, know who, I don't know who that is." And then uh, it just kept happening. Like, dude, the the waiters were like. Yeah, that guy's, like, famous. So my mom, she, like, she totally got us to do it. She was, like, you have to go over there and ask for his autograph. And we were, like, okay. So we just did. We were just, like, chit-chatting. We were just, like, hey, man, like, you signed this for us? And he was, like, yeah, no problem. Like, you know, you guys going to the game tomorrow? And we were, like, yeah, we are. And he was, like, all right, cool, man. Like, you know, I hope you enjoy it. And we were just, like, that was strange. And we were reading it later. and uh, We called my brother and we were just like, hey, do you know who uh, Tim Lincecum is? And he was like, yeah, why? And I was like, dude, we just ate dinner with that guy. He was like hanging out with us. And he was like, that guy won the Cy Young Award like three years in a row. He's like the best pitcher that's ever lived right now playing baseball. We were like, no shit, we just fucking <laughs> hung out with that guy. <laughs> like, I Dude, still that has
2: to be one of Trevor's bits he does in stand-up. It has to be. I
3: still don't know who that guy is, I, st- I All honest. of those
2: stats and names that you just dropped, I have no idea.
3: I know Cy Young, that's like the pitcher of the year.
2: Sounds good.
3: But uh, I don't know who that guy was. If it was
2: just pitcher of the year, I would have been way more impressed.
3: <laughs> uh, the most devastating moment of that Brewers game. Was uh they all during like the I think it's the seventh inning stretch they do like a the sausage race, oh my! And it's a bunch of mascots dressed up like uh, hot dogs, bratwursts, all this shit. Italian sausage, Polish sausage, any sausage you could imagine. They race like they they foot race. They're like we were so excited, and we were looking for nachos, and we missed the sausage race because we were looking for nachos. You yeah. weren't
2: even looking for sausage, it didn't even play in well, no, it was just... We still, <laughs> Alex, put the Blazer pointer down.
4: We
3: still talk about that. He's
1: blinding
2: me. He's, you can't blind people from...
1: Come on, dude, do, we're doing a
2: podcast.
3: He's blinding me with science. Blinding this me with just, science. This is just
1: utter chaos. Uh,
3: those are all the famous people, well, I mean other athletes, but I don't who gives a fuck If I met that. any other
2: famous people and can't remember them, it obviously wasn't memorable enough to mention here, so...
3: Um, I guess, I mean, not famous, but, like, I I knew Glenn Robinson. I mean, he's, like... He went to school with us. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> He went dude, to our high school. He took a pencil from me, dude. He took a pencil from I saw him, him in me. the
2: hallways, like, sneezing in the morning. Like, it doesn't matter. And like, now he now he's, who cares? like, he's
3: playing basketball with, like, Steph Curry and Klay Thompson. That, that is pretty cool. Like, he's on their team right now, <laughs> which is insane.
2: That's great, dude. That's great for him.
3: Uh, yeah, no, that's... Dude, it does us, make bro. me
2: kind of depressed when we watch football and we're like, "That guy's younger than us,"
1: <laughs> and, and we're like just thinking, like, <laughs> "Think of how much money that guy's making." Dude, we're Nick like, Chubb, damn
3: Nick Chubb just turned twenty-three, and that guy's God on my fantasy team, and I'm like, God. damn Damn, dude. He's gotten so cool. many points for you this season. It's not cool, man. Dude, it's
2: like, no. I didn't lose the season. <gasps> can you um, can Alex, you believe? Alex has Alex, to get his head Alex, shaved. Get over here and give your thoughts on getting your head shaved.
5: It's all bullshit. I won the last game.
2: Doesn't matter. Not You're, good enough. You had the worst not record. Not good enough.
3: You were 4-9. The second lowest record was 5-8. and eight. You're a shaved-headed bitch. And, and I'm going to tell you this right now, live on air. Uh, the championship is between uh, Antonio and David. And since David won't be here, whether Antonio wins or loses, I'm giving him the right to shave your head.
5: Okay, I just... As long as it is in the summer, I'm okay with it just because I like I my know. hair in the winter. That's got to be a leak. I don't consensus. know if uh, – We can't make these here. rules. I don't know if I'm
2: all right with that.
3: Okay. What do you mean because everyone if will I be I lost. here? We're all here no, right Alex, now.
2: Alex, if I lost, I would have had to get my head shaved immediately after we found out the exact results. Yeah. You know this. We gotta, so we'll You give need you to do it. I know you're a bartender, but
3: you know what? You got to have a shaved head. Alex, Alex, I'll give you this. I'll give you this. You, you get. I mean, we'll have a league consensus. We'll talk with everyone and see what they say. I, as the league commissioner, hold no real authority. My suggestion is that it needs to happen before the real Super Bowl.
5: Let my hair grow out, and I feel like I'll be okay with it. Also. I just want to say, never draft Antonio Brown. That piece of shit lost me the entire league. I drafted, fuck A.J. Green. I
3: drafted Andrew Luck. You're going to talk shit about Antonio Brown? My third pick was Antonio <laughs> Brown.
2: <laughs> dude, Antonio Brown, it's, that's the Madden curse for you, okay? No, it is, dude. Mahomes it's the Madden curse for Mahomes you. Mahomes is next. He was on the cover of Madden. What year was oh. that? 2018?
3: uh yeah no 19 19 cause 20 was Mahomes
2: he was on the cover and his fucking career went down the tubes just Dude. like with everyone else except for tom brady because he drinks so much water every day
3: um tom brady he's a freak nature i'm gonna talk sports here for two seconds okay who cares this is something Do it. this is something i also want to bring up What's that? this is this is the debate and i don't want anyone upset about this this is grant's personal opinions here I'll get into that after this. Um, Tom Brady is the best quarterback that's ever played the game.
2: That can be agreed. If upon. If you
3: try to argue with me, I will completely disagree with you and show you statistics that prove that that is incorrect. If
2: you disagree with us or heavily agree with us, email us and at starting and a cult totally start a cult at gmail totally
3: switching gears here. Chicago, that's us, right? We're, we're cool. We like Chicago. Yeah, the that's, Bears. That's my team. We have no hope for no, a Super no, this Bowl. Is, this but... is very different. Uh, LeBron James, greatest basketball player to ever play the game. I do not care what anyone has to say. You can tell me anything you want to tell me. Uh, LeBron James is the best basketball player that's ever stepped foot on the basketball so
2: court. So you're saying this in direct defiance to all the Chicagoans who would say that Michael Jordan yes. is and the I, best. Yes, and
3: I don't want you to take this the wrong way. I don't want you to think that Michael. J- I'm saying Michael Jordan is not good because he is. Michael Jordan is fantastic. He's outstandingly good. He did get his father killed with sports betting, though. He did. That and sucks. But see, here's the thing he can't be me. getting your father killed. This is my straight-up comparison, okay? You have to look at it like this. I take everything into account. So, Wilt Chamberlain, arguably one of the best players that's ever played basketball. But when you look at it, that dude was fucking like 6'11", playing in a league where the average height was like 6'2". So, of course, that guy drops 100 points a game because he's a foot taller than the average player playing the game.
1: Yeah, and the game was completely different then.
3: Michael Jordan. Great player. No questions asked. Larry Bird, great player. No no way am I denying that that's a thing. If you put prime LeBron James, like I'm talking 2011 LeBron versus 1995 Michael Jordan, LeBron fucking wipes the floor with that guy's ass. Like, he, dude, he's with just pure muscle. Ass. He's just pure
1: muscle. He could drive. He could shoot. But he's is crazy. Ni- is 95 really MJ's prime, though? I'd say ninety four, ninety five is his prime. That's
2: debatable, but I'm sure you're right. I don't know anything about basketball, but I'm sure other people might have other things to say. I mean, say. he's had years. But either way, would he you had you, years would, after that that were good. But would you say on. any year Michael Jordan would be beaten out by prime no, LeBron? No, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah.
3: Prime okay. LeBron. No, I mean, okay, you got to look now. It's easy to say LeBron isn't because he's. Fucking thirty, what 34,
2: 33? Oh, he, he owns like uh, he owns a bunch of uh, no, what's that? Blaze Pizza. Yeah, Blaze Pizza. Is it mod? It's one of those. No, it's Blaze. He owns a bunch of Blaze Pizza uh, um, stocks.
3: No, that like he's an older dude now. You know, I mean, he still shreds. I'm not going to lie. But okay, okay, you guys want the truth here? You want you want to get real about basketball? I don't you know if I don't want know the shit truth about basketball.
2: Is the truth okay?
3: Look at the Cavaliers in like two thousand six. Know nothing about him. When LeBron is in the league, he's brand new. That dude gets them to fucking championships by himself. And you could say he didn't win them. You can't win by yourself. Steph Curry did not win three in a row playing by himself. LeBron got his fucking team of nobodies to the the championship by himself, as a fucking 23-year-old man. I'll tell
2: you
5: what, I'm taking your word for all of this stuff, but it sounds very impressive. LeBron, kicks ass. Remember all those, uh, totally, uh, do you remember all those, uh, commercials with him? With the I'm sorry. Yeah. Dude, I, I still am pissed off because I bought a witness, which was, like, his slogan. I bought it with, like, the huge Cavs logo, because I visited Cleveland, and, like, two months later, he's like, I'm leaving for Miami, and that's when I hated I just hated him because of the fact I bought a t shirt. I get that. Dude, LeBron, he's not my favorite. Mitch, who's my favorite
3: basketball player of all time? Fuck. You're the only guy that would know this.
5: Camelo Anthony.
3: No. No. Samuel Clemens. He he never played for the Knicks.
2: That's Mark Twain.
3: I don't know. I don't know. None of you know my favorite team that's ever existed. I don't give a shit about basketball. No, it's not the Knicks,
1: they're up there. But My favorite team? The is Miami like, Heat. No, it's like the Timberwolves. Yeah,
3: dude, Kevin Garnett. Yeah, Bitch. Oh. yeah, that's who it is. Greatest player that's ever lived.
2: Bitch, I thought that was a hockey team. I don't even know. I don't know much about sports. I I really don't. Kevin
5: Garnett Kevin love play for him.
3: Did he? No, I don't. I don't know Honestly, I don't know. Kevin Love's been on the Cavs so long, I don't even pay attention. Anymore. I thought he was on the Timberwolves before. He might have been, honestly. I'm not entirely sure. I'm not gonna say yes or no because I do not know. I know not of any of this. Uh, Kevin Garnett is my favorite basketball player. If any of you ever cared. Yeah. Um, I mean, it. All my favorite? Who's your, my favorite football player of all time? That's a hard question. Was it Walter Payton?
2: I feel like it wasn't. Fuck
3: no, I don't, dude. That's, I knew it. I knew it. I don't buy, like, okay, Walter Payton was the shit. You want to be real, dude? Fucking Barry Sanders was better than Walter Payton.
2: I'm sure a lot of people are better uh, now than they were back then. But back then, in contrast to what was around before that.
3: Walter Payton, you know what I'm, saying? Ads, I'm not going to deny you know what I'm that. Saying? As a Chicago guy, I'm not going to deny yeah, that. Yeah, of
2: course. In the fridge and all those guys and the, uh, the, the Super Bowl shuffle. Um, the Bears, this the SNL bits.
3: Yeah, man, I'm know. trying to think. If I had to pick, I'm a I'm a defense guy. I think defense is way better than offense. I know
2: you're not going to say Khalil Mack, Brian Erlacher. Oh
3: hell no, dude! No one on the Bears. Come on,
2: Urlacher is just a Rogaine figurehead now. Um, no, it's a restore. Restore.
5: He looks good with hair, by the way. Man, I'm uh, trying to.
3: I really don't know. You know what? I'd probably go Charles Tillman. I will go with the Bears. Charles Tillman, dude. You know, even though I'm a part of fantasy
2: football and I love doing it, and I have been for the past like two years, I love doing it with you guys. I still know next to nothing about football,
3: dude. Peanut Tillman, he's got like a move named Peanut after him. Tillman. That was his nickname. Peanut. You know? Have you ever heard? Have you ever? I mean, you've watched games with me and shit. That's a lot of nuts. When yeah. they go, when they go for the tackle, and they like they'll try to, like, punch the ball. Like, they'll close their fist and punch it. Yeah. They call that the peanut punch. Ooh. Because Peanut Tillman was the guy that, like,
1: made that move famous because he was, like, the shit at it. You know who my favorite football player is? Who? Who? Ha ha, Clinton Dix. Yeah, Monica loves Clinton <laughs> Dix. <laughs> just just by name alone.
2: Oh yes. What was that other one? It's uh, Fukadome in in like in elementary Kosuke school. Fukidome, I was like, "Fuck you, do it me. It says, "Fuck you, do me.
3: <laughs> I, uh,
2: no, uh, I had a lot of fun with that in elementary the school. The
3: greatest. This is the last sports reference I'll make on this episode. The greatest fantasy football team name goes to my uncle's friend Dave. What's we are in a league together. This was like two years ago, and his name was Monica Loves Quentin Dix, and it was so good that I still think about that team name.
2: Dude, that is that is so clever. It doesn't even matter that it's topical for so long ago. No, exactly. It's that perfect. Is perfect. It's amazing. absolutely perfect. Um, I've had some crazy team names. I do like Andrews' name of the team this year. Uh, two girlies, one cup. Mm-hmm. That's a good one.
3: Uh, because yeah, that's a timeless some, video. We got some. Let's weird be names. honest. Nobody changed their name from last year except David. I think mine was terrorist hologram. That was last year too. Though. Yeah,
2: yeah, my yeah. What's what's our league name? Anal rain dance.
3: I stole that from Sons of Anarchy. Really? Yeah.
2: Dude, we were, we were watching that when I came in today. I gotta watch that still.
3: Oh, dude, I I'll tell Sons you, Sons of Anarchy, I'm, dude. I'm watching it. again. It seems
2: intense. It seems really good.
3: There, I'm not gonna deny this. They're, it's cheesy, man. It's a TV show. I don't think real gangs Cheesiness operate Cheesiness is way, what makes the world go round. But it's so fucking well written. It's good. That's all you need, Jake. Let's totally switch gears here. Okay. Let's get in, guys. I'm gonna tell you this. If you've made it this far, are we about
2: to get into actually what we're planning yeah. on doing for the episode? If you guys,
3: <laughs> if you guys have, if you guys are still here, thank you for listening to. How that far ramble. are we in? How, how many minutes? Thirty-four minutes, almost.
2: All right. Thanks for hanging in there. Um, we'll see you next week. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. no.
3: Um, like I said last, no, week, yeah, we got the, some stuff. The first episode ever recorded was me and Georgie. It was not even meant for the podcast. It was just we were testing out the mic that I got for Christmas. And uh, we were just having some fun. And we ended up reading a story that Jake and I found. Uh, Jake, actually, you get most of the credit for that. No, I well, pay we,
2: so I was, I was picking G up from class because I was taking him to classes at the time um, at Columbia. And in the hallway, we just found, like on this chair, it was just a random chair in a hallway. It had this, like, this this like short story in it because we were in the writing department there was like just short stories fucking laying everywhere 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 it was disgusting but so we found it and we were just like the title was like mothman or something in chicago mothman in chicago and we were just like holy shit and i was like gee i'm taking this and uh and i took it and i just kind of left it on g's desk for a while Uh, oh yeah and then uh, yeah, so G got his, like, his microphone. I got the same exact microphone set that same exact day. Yeah. Because we both asked for the same things, and our parents are very good to us. And, uh, but anyway, so... I got so- it for my brother.
3: Oh, you did? I did.
2: Nice. Trevor did. is a good man. Trevor hooked
3: it up. He got me that. Dude, I I already know what he's getting me this year for Christmas. Hell yeah. He's hooking me up with more shit for the podcast. It's going to be great.
2: Dude, all I asked for was stuff for the podcast. I got some. to I'm so lucky to, that my uh, parents still buy me things for Christmas.
3: Again, this is a free plug. I'm, I'm not too even... old for that shit,
2: and I know that they know it too, but they still do it.
3: We're not getting paid for this, but <laughs> I got a free plug here, guys. Are you ready? We're, I'm getting me a subscription to uh, the Great Courses Plus. Fantastic, that great, dude! I'm that going is... to use that so much for our show, dude. Go GoPro
2: all of your uh, your 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 classes and just send them to me.
3: Mm, I don't have the attention for that.
2: What if I get you the GoPro? That's
3: yeah, like, all right.
1: That's all right, like sick. doing like two things at once. You got to focus on your Great Courses Plus while recording it. It seems like a lot. This doesn't seem to involve you, Mitch.
5: Stay out of it.
3: I have a genuine, genuine question. What's that? Uh, Does anybody know if there's rolling rock in this fridge outside? I I got you. Alex. Alex
2: always hooks up the beer. He's a bartender. He gets free beer all the time. If there is, uh, for
3: some reason I need one because this Four loco is doing me nothing.
5: Real quick, got a plug. Love Eighteenth Street. That's where I work. If you're ever in the Hammond area, please visit me. My name's Alex, Fuck and yeah. always tip your bartender. Fair oh, enough, yeah. dude. Eighteenth Street dude, Brewery. No, if, They're you guys, a great place.
3: if you guys go to Eighteenth Street, you meet a guy named Alex. Give him thirty dollars. Just because. thirty dollars. Or Even if
1: that doesn't cover your bill, he's a <laughs> friend of the show. He will. He will also take sexual favors. From, yeah, from uh, he
3: likes hand jobs, blow jobs. Uh, he likes receiving and giving rim wait, jobs. Wait, wait a
1: sec. He has a girlfriend. Never mind. Well, she actually, doesn't
3: need to know anything about him. <laughs> I didn't realize she
1: worked with
2: him, but uh, yeah. no. But anyway, all right. So getting way back to the uh, origin of this podcast, yeah, the first episode technically was recorded on Christmas last year, and it was a yes. story that I found in. Uh, with grant in the columbia hallways and it was terrible and we just thought that maybe wait.
3: this those cans Ooh.
5: expired years Ooh, ago.
2: that is a very expired beer probably two or three years we're
5: looking for the bottles alex there are no more bottles but i can get you a nice craft 18th street beer <sighs>
1: hey what about an old yeah, style all right. what about an old style wait you have old style mitch has yeah. old style in the fridge can i have one yeah I would cool. love that. So you
2: get an old style, Alex, thank you, man.
3: I can't handle craft okay. beer, dude. I'm so excited. Mitch much of a and pussy.
2: Alex No, it's all good, dude. So Mitch and Alex have lost have, uh left the room.
3: They're in the beer run. They're in the
2: beer run, so let me get this out. Alright. So last year we started our podcast on the twenty fifth. It was Georgie and, and uh and Grant. They read through a story that me and Grant found in the Columbia hallways, and we thought um, for this um, episode um,
3: you're a college graduate, it's Grant and I.
2: Fuck you, dude.
3: Cool it, Buster Brown.
2: You know what's the most realistic thing about dialogue I is the mistakes. I, the <laughs> mistakes right. that people make when they speak.
3: There's a lot of mistakes in what's happening life. How about that? Episode. That is
2: something I took away with my fucking $120,000 degree. But uh, Isn't that just a joke? Isn't I got it just same disgusting?
3: Thing. My loans kick in in like five days, and I'm ready to just like change oh, it's my terrible. name it's to Felipe. It's terrible. terrible. Disappear. But, uh,
2: but all right, so uh, we thought for this episode, since it's so close to the holidays, so close to the one-year mark, uh, that we just write some things and just read them for you guys, uh, you guys, the listeners. I know uh, Grant's got a little short story for you guys, and I have roughly sixteen haikus <laughs> that have to do with um, the uh, with the podcast and s- everything surrounding it. <laughs> I want to
3: so. tell you guys this. Um, I was trying to explain this to Jake yesterday. He didn't know what I was talking about. I was gonna write. Um, does anybody, <laughs> do, Mitch? Mitch, I need your opinion. I don't know if you know this. Um, Unlike the Christmas music station, uh, ninety three point nine, they always play this shit every year. Where it uh, Santa goes into that house and it's like a soldier's house, and he starts crying because it's a soldier and he loves America and he's Santa for some reason. He's just so proud of the. Do you know what I'm talking about?
2: American soldiers.
1: I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, Alex, thank you. you. Is that the best place to set that beer on top of the laptop? It's fantastic. That's that's good. Okay. Wait, we need to get a couple more beers on there. Actually, um, but anyways, we have a half a bottle of Fireball in there. You want me to spike that? If any of you guys know, no. <laughs> re- <laughs>
4: Okay.
3: If any, if any of you guys know what I'm referencing, uh, the Santa Claus man, he goes into a house and uh, he begins weeping because the man sleeping there is a soldier. And uh, I, I actually wrote about a nine-page story about how Santa was a Viet Cong soldier, and uh, he stealthily assassinates the soldier that's sleeping. But then I ultimately decided that that was not right, because I have a moral compass. Right? If we learned one thing
2: in art school, everything's right, except for things that offend I people. Do, so do you think it was just something that offended someone too bad?
3: I'll tell you this. I have... I don't know if you guys want this. I don't know how long you want this to go. Did you delete it or did you just choose not
2: to? Write, I like I read have it? it
3: saved in my notes, not on my file. Okay, because um, like earlier
2: when you were talking about it, you said you just like got rid of it, and I was like, no, no, I erased. Why it would from, you get rid of that? I but, erased
3: it from my computer, but I do have most of it in my notes. but I jotted down. Okay, well, um, as long as you have some remnants of it. That's no, not I bad. actually have a better story. I have one. Uh, I wrote the I I'm going to read the one I have written because I I enjoyed writing it and do it. telling it's fun. But I also have one called Hail Santa. Ooh. Uh I don't know if you guys want me to read two. Uh how do you feel about that? I don't know, man. Uh Let me open what, it and see how long it is. How about
2: that? So whatever we decide on, would you mind if I just sprinkled in my
1: haikus? No, I would love sick. that. You have to.
2: Okay, cool. Because I have roughly 16 of them that I wrote uh, last night at like 4 in the morning. So oh, dude, there's a it. lot of them. And they have all have to do with the show, That either are topics or just us as people. And if uh, people uh, who have been listening to the show for a while, you might understand some of the humor in it.
1: Jake, in go, some of them. Go ahead with some of them. I think right, uh, before
3: you begin, Jake. Yes. I, I have one to close it out. I will say that. This happened right now. This is only five pages long. So and I'm going to read it too.
2: That's double space, motherfucker. Do that right now. I like, that's, that's fine. don't
3: don't judge me because I don't know if it's any good. <laughs> um, we were talking about this before the show. Uh, as a writer, everyone has vices, right? Mine is not fun. Mine's not cocaine. My vice is four loco uh, dab pens, edibles, and nicotine <laughs> devices. So, I'll be completely honest with you. That's you my go. vices. That's what I'm doing. I was on a combination of all four of those things when both of these stories were. I written. mean that
5: that's fair enough, dude. <laughs> Did you write it last night when we left? Uh, no, neither. Both of these, I won't. Last deny night was you. a drunken night. So that oh, was... dude, I was so
2: <laughs> Grant was
3: wasted. I
5: was so wasted last night, dude. It wasn't even funny. It was like unsafe. A four loco is like Grant's perfect combination. Just oh. get him where he needs, dude. Blue res
3: four loco. Call me white trash. I don't care. That shit sends me to Mars. Fucking, that's that's dude, the place you need to throw, go, a, says Elon Musk. That's throw good. a little J in there, dude, and I'm done for the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's over <laughs> for me, dude. I can't well, handle. Thi-
2: all right, well, this first haiku kind of has something to do with that. Uh, smoke all, right. all right. J? Nice. So, yeah, not, not the smoke and the J, the drunkness here. But, yeah, uh, I want to smoke J So J everyone J. knows who, what a haiku is, right? It's, it's five syllables, seven syllables, five syllables. It's the three... Uh it's, thri- the it's a three-line poetry, Asian poem. But yeah, I wrote about 16 of them. But the first Damn. one, here we go. Uh drunk telling Grant I'm serious about this whole spooky podcast thing.
3: That's the tit.
2: That is the haiku.
3: Ooh, I have a story to g- This is a- this episode is going to be super long and I'm very excited yeah. for that. Because you know
2: before this uh po- just having to do with the haiku before this podcast, uh we would just whenever we would get drunk we would just talk about it like, you know, we're serious about this. Like It would either be me talking to you or you talking to me. It's like, I'm serious about that. We should start a podcast. You know, and the other would be like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Do you? And know, we finally did it.
3: I don't know if anyone knows this. I remember this clear as day. Do you know where the idea for this podcast was, was born? Where was that? It was at a wing stop in the south in loop the south Chicago, dude that was we, <laughs> you me and mitch were in the wing stop and i'm talking to mitch and i, was I like, remember that there need we need to have a podcast and yeah I was like that wouldn't be a bad idea but then mitch was a trader and got a career so he's yeah, gone he became an electrician and I was like, he's and then, on his
2: way to join a union and it was oh, you like, and me
3: and we were like I'm let's join any union
2: He's just taking classes to better himself as a person, that fucking traitor. And we were like, but,
3: let's, let's do it. So we did it. We had fun.
2: Before. Yeah, we did. And we're doing it now. And that's another thing. Uh, that, there, here's another haiku for you, all right? How about, the, how about this? Despite the blatant lack of cult activity, we started one.
3: You're, you're there goddamn you go. right.
2: How about that? Here we are in it
3: um yeah dude let me know when uh when you want me to read i got two stories dude, go ahead and read it honestly like i'll, um, I'll just say them until right. i'm done with them guys um i want a group consensus here uh, there's three votes two people have to vote for the same one do we want mrs b or hail santa first
1: let's do hail santa first i'm gonna go with mrs b i'm gonna vote for
5: hail satan
2: santa santa all right his vote doesn't count i'm gonna vote for him
3: uh mrs b i think hail santa wins all right i, all I right. won't deny um Fair. all every mostly everything I, I have ever written in my entire existence it, the title of it is based off of a song uh can anyone tell me i remember
2: me, i remember that about reading through yourself when i was like editing whole, it
3: every single novel like the novel i'm writing every single chapter is a song title
2: Dude, I can't wait for you to finish this novel because what I've read from it is fa- fucking fantastic. It's weird. I I cannot wait to see how it all comes together.
3: I'll give someone $1 if they can tell me the song title, the band that has this song title. Because it's a song.
1: I know who it is. I just can't think of who it is.
2: You don't get the dollar, Mitch. It has to be a, a viewer
1: or a, have, a listener.
3: You have 10 seconds. 10,
1: 9, 10. Eight, I, uh, Hail, Hail Santa? Seven. It's not Primus, is it? It's Primus. Oh, it is Primus. <laughs> it is Primus off of Pork Soda. Dude, oh, yeah, Dude, I've been listening to Primus all week. <laughs> all
3: right.
2: Um. <laughs> Go on, dude. All right. All right. So this is Hail this is Santa super, by like, Grant Bradkey.
3: I've never read anything I've written out loud. I don't want to, but I'm going Guess to. Yes, you
2: have. I've been in the same kinds of classes that you have.
3: For the show, I'm going to do it. Um... Please excuse, if there's any uh, editors out there, my usage of verb tense is not always perfect. I have yet to edit this
2: short paper. You know what? That's what workshops are for, and that's let's let's just view this as a big workshop. How about that?
3: All right. All right. You guys ready? Let's do it, man. Hail, Hail Santa.
2: Santa by Grant Bradkey. Here we go.
3: <clears throat> it was a cold... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh... Okay, the incessant whining of children could be heard through the thinly built walls. Scott stood in front of the mirror pasting a white beard on his red chin, sweat pouring down the sides of his eyes and meeting at the crest of his lip. A single bulb dangled from the ceiling as he applied more thick paste with a thin brush. I sat waiting in the room next door for him to finish. Today was the church Christmas party, and Scott was the lucky person picked to play Santa. It seemed like a natural fit. He was already a portly man with a jolly demeanor who loved the attention. He was insistent on not using a fake beard, because with the luck of one of the children, they would tug on it and learn the truth a little bit too early. A dollop of glue trickled down his cheek and landed in the porcelain sink. The children were becoming hard to contain in the other room. They knew what was coming, and they didn't want to wait much longer. I watched as Scott applied the last bit of white fur to his chin. I handed him the boots, and he slipped them over his meaty hooves. (laughs) He looked good. (laughs) If Santa was a real guy, he'd be very proud to hand the baton over to this man. Scott stood 6'4", and roughly 300 pounds. Once the costume was finished, he could have passed for Kris Kringle himself. Wow, Scott, you look really good. What are you bringing me for Christmas this year, you bitch? I said, with a slight (laughs) grin on my face. Oh, can it. You know how much I hate this. All they do is teach you that lying is bad, and you grow up here, and I'm walking out to a group of children, and I'm going to lie to all their dumb little faces. I feel disgusted. I don't get why we have to do this every year, you know? I know that when I was a kid, Santa was an awesome idea. He kind of meant the world to me. But the older I get, the more pissed off it makes me. I didn't trust my mom for two years after she told me that Santa wasn't real. Hell, I don't think I still trust that bitch. I just don't get it. <laughs> I know that I'm trying to do something good, but what what does it all matter? They're kids, man. Fuck, it's not like you're telling them the world isn't a bad place. You're just giving them a little bit of fun. I guarantee you half the kids out there know that this is all a lie. But it's all part of the season, you know? Oh, it's yeah. just a giant joke. You might as well be the punchline. Scout looked at me with big blue eyes as a grin began to form over his fat face. It always ended like this. He'd give me some big spiel on why we shouldn't do this, and I'd have to convince him that he was there for the kids and not himself. I know for a fact that it has nothing to do with him lying to the kids. He just doesn't like to cover his ass up in 40 pounds of clothing and fake wolf hair. Scott walked into the main room, and all the noise was drowned out by screaming and applause. The kids went absolutely nuts. It sounded like that old footage of the Beatles playing live. You could hardly even hear what they were saying over all the screaming women. He walked down the aisle, waving at all the children, trying to be friendly, and he took a seat in the makeshift throne in the dead center of the room. The kids began to form a single file line extending out into the hallway of the church. Forty or fifty kids of all different colors, accompanied by parents with cameras and cell phones and what have you. Some kids looked a lot more nervous than others. Some looked like they didn't want to be there at all, like their parents forced them to do it. The Reverend looked at me in the eyes and told me to make the announcement that if they behaved, they could all sit on Santa's lap and they would get what they wanted for Christmas. Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, little ones. <laughs> What's your name, son? Hi, Santa. My name's Thomas. I think I've been a pretty good boy this year. Uh, that, well, I mean, my mom, my mom says that. I really, really want a Nintendo Switch this year for Christmas. I promise I'll be good next year too. Scott smiled and gave the kid a pat on the back. It continued for the, it continued this way for what seemed like fucking hours. I was about ready to kill myself, but the last of the line was coming up and th- coming into place. Kids came and went, and all the time Scott sat there with a creepy smile was a lie right on his face. I sat next to him. My job was to be the elf. I wasn't a midget, but I had to sit there and act like I was with a fake smile and the big ears and all that shit. It seemed like he was going to crack at any moment. His face was getting more and more red. Sweat was pooling around his lips with much more frequency than usual. And his Santa voice was beginning to crack, sounding just like him. I guess that's what you get when you don't pay your employees. There were only three children left. And these were the kids that Santa's attention was most deserving of. Because they sat there and waited for two hours. The room thinned out. More of the dick parents left and took their kids after they got their picture. Scott knew it as well. He saw the children at the end of the line waiting so hopelessly, with their parents sitting there quietly twiddling their thumbs. We were down to the final kid. No, sorry. We were down to the final two kids one little girl and two boys, and Scott would be free to have his beer after the night was over. Oh, finally. After sitting in the overheated church for ninety minutes, we were at the last kid. I was so happy. But looking at Scott, I could tell that he was even more excited than I. Probably even half-chubbed. The last last boy to go looked a little bit older than the rest of the kids. I guess somewhere around 12 or 13. He had shaggy hair that went down to the tip of his shoulders, and he wore a cheap military-style vest over a blue Henley t-shirt. He looked way less excited than the other kids. I thought it was perhaps just the waiting that made him angry. What can Santa get you, my little friend? He looked at Santa with cold eyes. Cut the shit, fatty. I want the truth. I saw you in her in here earlier with a bag full of shit. Your name's Scott. I know who you are. My mom had sex with you. You're not Santa. I want to know why you-, why you sit here and lie to all of us. The real Santa wouldn't even need to sweat. And I've never seen Santa go to church." Scott didn't know what to say. His face drained of color as he sat there in silence trying to think of a proper response. The parents in the pews began to look awkwardly. I sat next to him, half laughing and half a nervous wreck. I didn't realize that a kid would be able to pick up on this kind of stuff. I thought that Santa was just a fun little thing that they could see and get a good laugh with. I didn't know that it was this serious. Scott glanced at me, hoping that I would be able to help him out of this jam, but I had nothing to say. The parents in the audience were looking back once more. Most of the adults were laughing, and a few parents were looking very angry. I couldn't help but wonder why this kid wanted to ruin this for everybody. It clearly wasn't about him. There was a reason that this kid made this move. Scott leaned into his ear. Look, kid, I don't know what you want me to say. I applaud your ability for snooping. Please this is not the place This is important for a lot of these kids And I hope you can kind of understand that Fuck you Santa I'm going to tell everybody that you're nothing but a liar Scott's eyes turned bloodshot red He sat there looking at the child Trying to think of a way to get out of this situation But the kid wouldn't stop He just kept going Scott said, He told Scott that he was a liar And how ashamed he was To know him Scott was getting extremely angry I noticed his eyes twitching and his nostrils flaring. He lifted a hand high up into the air. He closed his hand into a fist and brought it down with striking force against the young boy's face. <laughs> oh, <what> the, fuck? <laughs> the room was dead still. Blood poured out of the preteen boy's nostrils. And even more was pouring out of the slit that Scott had given him on the side of the cheek. <laughs> He put his arms around his neck and began slapping and punching the poor child. <laughs> Nobody did anything. The parents, the reverend, or even myself. Oh my no one knew what to do. He kept raising his hands, striking oh. a blow, pulling back, striking a blow, pulling back. The child was now unconscious in his lap. Oh my god. <laughs> Scout Scout looks to the audience. Listen to me, you little bitch. (laughs) If I'm not real, how did I just knock you on your fucking ass? Don't ever talk to me like that again, okay? I'm fucking Santa Claus. I'm Chris motherfucking Kringle. You don't have the right to tell me that I don't exist. And you best believe that you're not getting any gifts this year, you little bitch. The only gift you're getting is another kick in the fucking ass if you do this to me again. The churchgoers looked down in horror as Santa Claus stood up. His knuckles covered in blood, and his white beard had a mist of pink dripping down to his buttons. He threw the child's unconscious body onto the floor in front of him and kicked him once more in the chest. (laughs) The body slumped softly against the carpet. Have a Merry Christmas, all of you. If you don't believe that sand is real, maybe you should take another look. I don't like being told that I don't exist, because I'm right fucking here. Anybody has a problem with that, meet me in the parking lot in ten minutes. Scott walked back into the office where he originally changed into Santa Claus. I marched in after him, ready to scream. When I got into the office, though, the child that he just beat the shit out of was sitting in the chair next to him with a beer in his hand. What was that all about? You can't just beat the shit out of kids because they don't believe in you. Are you fucking crazy? Nah, don't worry about it, dude. That's my nephew. He's 15, man. It's all cool. We just wanted to scare some of these kids and make sure that they knew Santa wasn't a joke. I looked at Scott one more time and left the church. Jesus fuck, Grant. Oh, my God. There you go.
2: God, that, that just brought back so many memories of being in classes with you and people just hating <laughs> just utterly hating your stories oh, they, man dude, like, I, re- I had to read they, this to a class once dude great. people wanted nothing to do with your stories and that is oh my god i loved that so much There's i hail loved santa. oh hail santa dude i loved that story so much that was that took some turns i did not expect that that went some places that was great
1: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that at all. Oh, man. I'm glad.
3: I'm glad. I don't like reading my uh, own shit, but I'm glad that you enjoyed
2: it. Man, that was fucking fantastic.
3: Having to justify (laughs) beating a child was not easy to a bunch of crazy liberals. It wasn't possible. His nephew agreed to be, like, beaten (laughs) up by his uncle. Yeah, I never really explained (laughs) if it was a joke or not. Like, he really
1: did beat the shit out of him. And he gave him him a beer. (laughs) (laughs) It's, it's cool. He's 15. Oh, <laughs>
3: dude, I. Oh my
2: God. My face hurts. I love that so much, there you dude. Go. That was great. That was Hail Santa. That was fucking. Oh, man. That puts my haikus to shame. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> There's Hail Santa by yours.
3: Hail Santa, go. dude. If you Jesus want a signed Christ. copy of that story, fucking email us. I'm doing anything. Jesus Christ, email. fucking email us. I uh, There's like eight people in the world that have seen that besides the internet now.
2: I loved it, dude. I loved every second of it. That was a great ride. There you go. Wow. I
3: don't like short stories, but I, I had fun doing that one. That
2: was fantastic. Oh, man.
3: The fuck are you Mitchell's over here touching my nipples.
2: dude, dude. uh, Alex brought over a bunch of craft beers. Now all the fucking labels are being peeled off and stuck on everybody. <laughs> I do. mine mine is on the chest. Yours is on the
3: shoulder. I love the fact that Alex brings over like these super high quality beers. And then there's me and Mitch drinking old style right next to that. It's like kind of funny. You know what I mean? It's like kind of
2: no, I'm really the only one who, uh, who drinks Alex's beer. And thank you very much I for try. that, by the way.
5: No problem. But I'm just saying, like, if I didn't get this stuff for like 75% half off, like, I would not be drinking it. I'd be sitting right next to you drinking a goddamn PBR. Oh, a PBR. 75% half Dude, off. Eh?
3: I remember That's... you brought that Dark Lord here over the summer. Oh, God. I tasted like drink
2: that. That literally tasted like Dude, fucking motor oil. That,
3: between
1: that the, was what, the like worst people, one the product. worst thing I've ever I had. I couldn't drink the motor... shot that you gave
3: me. It was so like Motor horrifying.
1: oil is good.
3: So is Andy Freeze biscuits, but that's yeah. not the point. For
5: people who don't know, like Dark Lord is like a huge thing in like the craft beer scene, and it's very hard to come by. And I had a 2008, which was the first year, and I cracked it open for everybody, and nobody liked it. So I didn't. I don't drinking, even think like, you liked it. I loved it. I You're love imperial me. stouts. Do not. <laughs> you have to say that to keep your job. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I. <laughs> I drink stouts every single day at work, so everyone at work knows I love it. But like, the fact that I had to drink half that bo- bottle and it's like a fifteen percent beer was just—it probably topped my night off at that grad party. That
2: grad huh. party was great. <laughs> I, mean, I got wasted that night. It was Dude, not we, good. Oh my god, I was wasted for probably a solid nine hours straight. I forgot. Mitchell I, uh, always
3: brings this up. But like we were, we we're sitting out in the back. And I guess I was just like screaming through the house, and I was just like, "Dad, Dad!" No, dude, I bring this up all the time. Through? I was like, "Dad, do you want to smoke weed with us?" And
2: he, <laughs> and he was sitting. He was there, there, was like o- me, there was like an there was an open screen door. He was just sitting on the couch. He was just like, mm, "No."
3: <laughs> He's like, "No." <laughs> and we just oh, that was that was bad. Oh
2: man, you peed on the deck so many times. Oh, I did. I did oh that we was had a great we time we bought like You're,
3: cigars dude we were wasted do i remember my uncle was just looking out the window staring dude your at uncle us. showed
2: up at like one in the morning yeah, he, and he was like house. hey how's it going
3: we're all just <laughs> shit-faced everyone's gone but like a couple neighbors and like my uncle calls the house he's like is that party still going on We're like it's like 1 30 in the morning he's like yeah i'm on my way from crown point i'll be there in like 40 minutes we're just like Fucking sweet, dude. Let's get this party rolling again. He, he was just
2: staring at us out on the deck, like from the kitchen, just eating a plate of food. Like we we're just like we're fucked up. He was like, "Fuck yeah,
3: <laughs> man!" I had a great time. I got so wait. I'll, this is. I'll be honest with you. I've never been this honest on the show before. Really? Mixing weed with alcohol is the worst thing that's ever happened. No,
2: you better be ready to go to bed in like 15 minutes if you do that. It's
3: not cool. Or it's cool. the
5: best thing ever. No, it's
3: not. I hate it. Cross I hate fading. it, dude. It's yeah. like the worst. I, I That know, night, man. dude, it was such a big mistake. Let's because... be
5: honest. Dude,
2: everyone in their 20s drinks and everyone in their 20s has smoked weed yeah, in, to some on. degree. So, yeah. Dude. It, it happened that night. See, you know what happened? I was drunk for like nine hours. Dude, Straight.
3: Th- what happened to me was, like, Mitch bought that, like, it- you had, like, that fake CBD weed, and, like, we were doing that. We were just having a good time, and it was just, like, whatever. And then, I don't remember this, but I've been told that I told someone to be, like, dude, go in the house and get my weed, dude. Like, break that shit out.
5: You told me to get, like, you had this Vegas weed from, like months ago that you were just like dude Alex break that shit out now so I like went out into the house and got it and, and then... I
3: forgot about it and then someone handed it to me and I, I thought it was the fake shit so I was just like oh cool this is a terrible idea and it was yeah. just awful I dude, just remember sitting on the deck at like 3.30 in the morning just being like what dude, I just do remember, I do what do I, I do <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: just remember it was I think it was the first night I spent the night here and it, it was, yeah. like, it was like four in the morning, and someone had, like, put you in bed, and, like, I didn't know how you slept. I told you, dude. I put <laughs> you, you had told me how you slept. I sleep, put the blanket but completely like, yeah, over you put my the, head. I was, like, I, like, went into your room. I was, like, hi, Grant. And you are like, "Uh, hey. I was, like, I didn't know this is what it would look like. <laughs>
3: Like, you look <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> and I was like... It was just like, this isn't anything like what him. I would expect.
1: Grant, Grant was like, paint me like one of your French girls. And I was like,
3: <laughs> I, yes. I can't see you. I, I can't I'll see tell you any this. of you. I, I'm, Mitch, I'm glad you brought that up because I'll tell you this. I, I love
2: the Titan.
3: <laughs> there is a picture of me in existence. Oh, my God. It you is, sent this to us. It is on one cell phone in the universe. And that is Trevor's cell phone.
2: I think I may have saved and it. And it
3: is a picture of me, completely naked, Buffalo Bill style, with my wiener tucked in, <laughs> laying on my side, looking like Rose from the Titanic.
2: And you are working it, dude.
5: And you sent that picture in the group chat and I was just like, wow. If you if yeah, I'm you donate all of us have that picture on our phone because you sent that to our group chat. If
3: you donate more than forty dollars on Patreon you can have that picture if you want it.
5: $40?
3: <laughs> I don't give that shit away sure for cheap. i that's illegal. <laughs> no no I was, way. I was, I was 18. No there,
5: there's no wing. There's no wing. No, don't it's even worry. It's not porn. It's not, it's porn, not porn. There's porn. no wing. You it's wanted, just hot.
3: You know, like, the, the barely legal pornography? That was that, because I remember the day it was taken. It was taken on July 3rd, the day after I turned 18. Damn so that. it's completely... Everything's above that's board. That's
2: some that's some barely legal shit. It's
3: all above board. It's all above board. There's no wiener. It and it used to be like the fat me. I uh I was a super fat kid. Like there's pictures of me. I was super fat. Yeah. And uh I'm still big, but I uh I started nicotine. You're fine, dude. You're... And I've lost a lot of weight because I just smoke nicotine like it's my fucking job. You're a very
2: slim man now.
3: I smoke nicotine like I'm a fucking girl at an E D M festival. <laughs> Smoking <laughs> dead. Oh, bringing uh, it
1: back to the haikus of
2: bringing it jig back legs. to the haikus. Let's do it. Thank you, Mitchell. Uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so I have some that are about some topics that we did. Right. Let me just read you through some of the topic haikus oh. we got. Some of the some of the uh, the uh, the episodes. Right. All right. So David Huggins started it off on the first episode that we ever did. Right. David Huggins. You guys remember him. He was the he was the guy who did uh, uh, he did sex on Crescent the Alien. Oh for a so hybrid experiment. He worked at a deli, right? He worked at a deli. I I'm, I'm putting this and message- he paints
3: Hold on I'm sorry, Jake. I'm putting no, this go ahead. out here one more time. Crescent, please give me the most unenthusiastic hand job you've ever given in your life.
2: To me, you were telling us about a dream you had about a a, a great hand job, and then you woke up flaccid. So it yeah. may not have been that. great. You want the
3: story? You want? To, I'll, I'll spend will tell us the story it. now. So, this I'll was get into night. the haikus in a sec. I, you do this. I drank a four Woko. I, I smoked a little. Uh, smoked a little herbage, and um, I go to bed and uh, I wake up. It was about about five, six o'clock in the morning. I woke up, and I only really know this because I checked my phone. Um. I, uh, I had a dream that I was in a movie theater. And for some reason, I was not sitting in my chair. I was in, like, the, the movie theater chair. Wow. And uh, I was getting a hand job from this, like, 60-year-old woman.
2: Was it Lee from the bar? It was. In, uh, no, I don't know who it was. I don't know who. <laughs> and uh, I
3: was getting jerked off. And um, it was cool, <laughs> man. I uh, it, it felt amazing as far as I can remember. In the dream, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I woke up, and uh th- th- my first thought i woke up i I looked, and uh, as I've said moments ago, I sleep with the blanket completely over my head, so I can't see anything, so I pull it down no yeah I- I and uh, that I see hand. the sunlight peering in, I see the fan on, and uh i'm I'm barely awake, and the first thing I think about is like, oh please don't be don't be aroused right now so i i I feel around, and uh no, it's completely, completely soft. It's not,
2: it's not that. It's the opposite. It's, and uh, uh, the first thing y- that y- I... You're a full garbage bag full of pudding. The first thing
3: that I thought of was, God, that dream must have been so bad that it didn't even translate to a real erection. And that might be too personal for you guys out there. It's just the goddamn truth. I don't know, man. I brought up the
2: fact that that may have been... Uh, you may have, like, uh, been in sleep. Ugh. I'm burping a lot. But uh, a little bit after that and it may have gone down, you may have been stuck to your blanket. It but, wasn't but I don't know. I really don't know.
3: I promise you it wasn't. I would have I would it was have like know. he was gorilla glued
1: to his blanket. There you go.
3: <laughs> gorilla glue number 7 right on my pillow.
2: You need a shower. But anyway, I'm
3: talking a lot about weed today, man.
2: Hey man, I mean, I mean uh, let's be honest, we're we're 20-somethings, right? We're all 20-somethings. Weed has been a part of our life, all right?
1: Weed is essentially legal now. It's going to be on January (laughs) 1st
2: in Illinois, and that's right over the border.
5: Five miles away from us in, like, five days. I'll tell you this. It's basically legal. I don't do it at all, really, anymore. I really don't. Yeah, me either, really. Um,
3: when When I was 16, man... That shit was every day. That was my existence. I remember the
2: stories. I uh, I didn't know you very well back then, but I I knew you uh, to a degree. I'm not afraid just to through, admit it through Mitchell here.
3: I uh, I'm not proud of those moments, but uh, hey, man, we it's, all. It's made me think the way I think now. We all have
2: I, our weed moments, man. I'm like completely weed sober has to be a part of people's lives at some point. Whether it's they try it once and they don't like it, or they do it and then they do it uh for the preceding 10 years who knows what the variation is anything in between but like
1: it's some kid shit bill it's some kid shit <laughs> what is that oh my god
2: what is that documentary what is that documentary that that's from oh
1: you don't even want to know no
2: you d- i do do what is the name of that documentary it's like that guy who abducts people and he like gets the dad to jerk him off it's just some kid shit.
1: Uh, it's, <laughs> that pedo- it's about bitch. that pedophile. Oh,
2: that
3: was oh,
1: great! Oh man, that was a great. It's a, it, it may have been <laughs> on
2: Netflix. I don't know, uh, dude. I gotta uh, read some of these haikus, or I'm never gonna get them out.
3: Now yeah, you have so many, Jake. You had to read like ten of them.
2: I know. All right, so I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do all the ones that have to do with topics that we've covered so far. All right.
1: Here's some haikus.
2: From me, Jake. This
3: one's all called right. the General Sal hike. <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Because they're all Oriental? <laughs> I don't know if Oriental's a good <laughs> <laughs> word anymore
2: <laughs> I don't know if you could say that
3: <laughs> I didn't but, uh, mean it in an offensive way it's just true it's from the east get that flag dude out Alex of here, just threw bitch. the white
2: flag into our ring I don't know if that was okay if you guys know the but, white uh,
3: flag symbolizes if I take it too far Alex has to throw it so I know when to stop talking yeah anyway all right and, and you're still talking oh uh, well
2: no it's okay I'm just gonna read the side coup, right it's about David Huggins the guy who uh, got fucked by an alien to make hybrids and now he works at a deli in New York right all right, oh, so uh, the, this is the jelly. haiku, right? David Huggins made Alien Hybrid Babies and now sells lunch meat. That is the haiku, right? All right, so we'll move on to Ed Kemper. <laughs> They're very quick. They're very quick. Ed five seventy-five, like I said. Ed
3: Kemper just wants to get his dick touched. It's no, simple. see, yeah,
2: yeah, here. This, this is what it goes into. Co-Ed Kemper told on himself for the neck hole irumatio. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wait,
3: hold on. Is neck hole a thing? Because isn't irumatio mouth sex that's forced? It's, uh, yeah. So so what is neck sex?
2: I guess this haiku is moot at this point. I like it. I get where you're all going. All right, I do thank you very much it. for going there. All right, so anyway. You're my
3: poetry guy. I can't do poetry. To say no I can't life. do
2: poetry either, and I have a degree I in it. I can do poetry okay? about as
3: well as I can walk, all right? And that's fucking useless. And you're in a
2: chair for life. I don't what? know, man. What? Wait,
3: what? Is this, I this the... Throw the flag? Am, I...
2: I'm <laughs> Am I the first to be breaking I... this to is you? <laughs> what, is this? what do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> You'll <laughs> you'll never walk, sir. I'm sorry. It's so I'm so sorry. No, dude,
3: that was like I've been tell this story. This story's not even that funny. No,
2: go ahead. I have some other I have some other haikus. Uh, go ahead.
3: I told you guys. So fucking there's a there's a cure for the disease I have, and uh, we went to get it like uh to go like look into it. So they had to do like genetic testing to make sure. And the girl calls me on my cell phone. The most like sad voice I've ever heard in my life And she's like Mr. Bradkey I was like yeah yeah that's me She's like hi I'm Nicole At Northwestern University Um I just want you to know Uh your test results Are in and I was like Oh okay cool she's like I'm so sorry you have SMA (laughs) I was like bitch I've done that shit for 20 years.
2: (laughs) You've been an SMA boy for, like, your entire life. Like, I fucking, I goddamn I'm so sorry to be the one to tell you this.
3: Like, dude, if I had the balls, I'd have been like, Nicole, listen to me. If you would have told me anything else, I'd have been pissed off. But I knew that that was the answer. You don't have to be upset about it, you dumb bitch. I didn't say that. Though. Oh man, Nicole. it was more just me like chuckling, like okay, <laughs> and she was probably like, "He's in such denial right now. He's gonna need a minute." It was like. Like, you haven't oh. known what's been going on for Bitch, 20 I years. I knew I had SMA before <laughs> I knew how to masturbate. Okay? Like, that is. It's, like, not even funny. It's, like, ridiculous. Oh, my
2: God, dude. That's fucking terrible. All uh, right. You go. I'm sorry. Uh, that story was just no. funny. Oh, man. All right. Uh, the next one is about Albert Fish, right? Ooh. All right. Dick. Dick poop eater.
3: <laughs> the dick warlock.
2: Oh, uh, all right. Albert fishes is for the needles in his nacho eats poop like groceries. And that's oh, the haiku. There holy you go. Shit. That's... If anyone
1: doesn't know what a nacho is.
3: Nacho ass, nacho butt.
1: Yep. Gotta that's... listen to the so, wait, episode nacho to ass, know that. Nacho balls. Yeah. Right. There it's, you go. It's the gooch.
3: That
2: was Georgie talking about that It is that the one. gooch. Yeah. Dude. All right. If anyone listens to the Albert Fish uh, series, they would know that. Here's one on Skinwalker Ranch, right? All right. On Skinwalker Ranch... The orbs make puddles of dogs, but the wolves can't die. That's nice. it. That's the haiku. Alright, so and then we got one on Toy Box Killer. If anyone knows if anyone's heard the Toy Box Killer episode, they will get the last line of this and be disgusted. Dog
3: rape, murder, torture, he should have been killed. Exactly.
2: But instead he died of natural causes. Anyway, alright, so Toy Box Killer was the t- was a top tier terrible time. Don't think of it's baseballs.
3: Was it like alliteration? Oh yeah. The T T T T T Um could I'm gonna take a break. Don't think of baseballs.
2: Alright, so wait, alright. I have two more that have to do with uh topics that we've covered. Uh black eyed kids and Bill Schnoblin, right? Oh yeah. Alright. So the one on uh Bill Schnoblin. Bill Schnoblin was full of shit, mysticism. And a boatload of coke.
3: Yeah. There you
2: go. He did a lot of coke. He sucked, and he was telling lies. On Black Eyed Kids, here's the, the, the haiku on that one. Pull a gun on a black-eyed kid. I just want to know what would happen.
1: Damn, I like that. That's a good question. Right?
2: What would happen if you pulled a gun? Would it be uh, afraid, or would it still give you like a terrible disease?
3: Man, if I knew, man, I'd be rich as shit. Probably. Right. There you go. I'd be rich. Those are all the rich. ones that have
2: to do with topics that we've covered. The other ones just kind of have to do with the podcast in general, and they're just kind of like uh, uh, real fans will know the humor.
3: I I want to take this time here. This is in between. How
2: long are like, we right now? Oh, this we're
3: is, at like an hour and seventeen minutes.
2: Oh, um, that's not anything. I thought it was. I thought it was like two hours by now.
3: Um. Okay, I want to throw this out here. This is completely off schedule of the show. Uh, okay, um, so it's been a year that we've been doing the show, give or yeah. take. on the twenty fifth, that'll be that'll be exactly days. a year. And uh, uh,
2: so what do you know when we started exactly doing it every Friday regularly?
3: Uh, it was uh, we started doing it legitimately in May. And then we really got onto like the right schedule, like late June. Sounds good. We we missed a couple days here and there. I'll tell you this right now: uh, the late days are me being completely unprepared or too inebriated to be confident doing the show. Either way, dude, I don't know. I it's mean, it's like, never been Jake. It never has been Jake. It's always been me. But you to, know like, what? This this coming I year, can't. yeah. <laughs>
2: It has been, but this coming year, I mean, I'm planning on trying at least if it's possible to move down to the city, but I will still be uh, doing the shows. And if shows. you
3: don't, I'll forget you completely and do it without you. There
2: you go, but either way, I will be trying to do the uh, the podcast every Friday regularly like we have been. I don't uh, plan on giving this up anytime soon. I plan to do this uh, years into my future with you,
4: That's
3: Grand Brad Key. But I want to take a minute, if you're still here with us. I, this is a very fun episode for me, I think. I'm having a great time. Um, I want to give uh, We got, I I know personally two, no, three. I know three big fans of the show that are listening every week and... Consistently commenting to myself or Jake or Mitchell included, all three of us sometimes. Um, fans of the show, you know, and uh, it's been a year.
2: Who are we talking about?
3: I got a couple people. I got three. I got Do you three. have the
2: names? Can you say the names? Yeah, first names. Are they the names that we've said? Go, go ahead. Uh actually. Karen. Karen's number one. Karen. Karen's Karen?
3: a good lass. I I don't I don't know you personally, Karen. You're cool beans. We got your artwork hanging up here in the studio. It's right here. I'm looking at it Every day we
2: look at it uh, during the recording process. Jake
3: might not see it every day, but I see it every day because I'm on my computer. I do see it every day. It's it's closer to me than it is to you, motherfucker. No, I mean literally seven days a week because I'm on my computer seven days a week. That is true.
2: You live here. I don't.
3: And it's right here. It's literally right where I need to see it. You're
2: true. She's the only fan artist to submit.
3: Um, Then uh, we got... Okay, do we want to go... We'll go with this one because this is a good, good friend of the show. Great man. Uh, I, I'll, I'll avoid last names for all intents and purposes. No worries. Uh, Mark. Mark. Yeah. Mark, Mark is a. Mark <laughs> is tight as fuck. He's fantastic, I love that guy. dude. It's too much fun. He has
2: tried to help us in every aspect of our life choices no, in every has. way that we've gone about it. The He's, podcast, our degrees, uh, just being a good guy he's a, I, good, he's a great guy it's
3: outstanding just it, i'll tell you this there's not many things that make my day but going outside and just seeing mark and just like the small chit-chat that ensues is a day maker it's so funny no yeah even it today it provides so much like just stimulation yeah. for my head it just cracks me up dude
2: even today we got back from getting uh some dinner and we saw him outside. He said, "The pin cushion sounds like a maniac." He's too he ta- fun, it, dude. He is amazing. He was talking about Albert Fish, right? The, uh, the all those pins inside of yeah. his rectum. No, he's
3: cool, man. Cool but man. No,
2: Mark is amazing. I can't wait for uh, Walking Dead to start, so we can watch that every week with him again.
3: Yes, no, he's he's good, dudes. So Karen, uh, Mark, and who else? And you got? then uh, I got a, a personal friend of mine who I know watches the show every week. Uh, uh, her name's Erica good good laugh Erica, eh? Good lady. She this likes the show. This is the, the first show. I'm hearing
2: of her, but that's a great that's great news cuz I like to hear about fans I don't know. I know
3: I've talked about it before, but I've also been wasted.
2: That's, she's cool, being. She's a cool for That means I've been wasted too, so I I apologize for not remembering. She's
3: good. She's good company and she likes the show very much. Fantastic she deserves news. Deserves a mention. Hello I'm Erica.
2: Saying. I'm Jake. Grants so, my friend. Yeah. Let's get to know each other.
3: We got Ah, shit, I went out of order because the initials would have been way better if it was Karen, Erica, and Mark because then it would have been KEM.
2: What, what's so great about KEM?
3: I like acronyms. I
2: like. What's KEM, though? Like nothing. Chem, but it's just. It, it would have been this. What's KMA? <laughs> it's
3: nothing. Kill myself all day. That it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that means nothing to me. KMA?
2: No, that's sort of an immediate thing. <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right.
3: But, yeah, uh, the three of them, those are the only legitimate weekly fans that I know of. We got Jeff now, too. Yeah, Jeff, you're up there. Jeff, you've gotten enough mentions. We got Jeff. Why don't you chill, Jeff? Jeff? You're freaking me out. Why don't you relax?
2: How about you just come on the show? Why not? Jeff. We look the
1: same. You do. Dude, Jeff and
2: Mitch look so similar. I have a, I have a photograph. Dude, you know what? That's going to be the photo that I post this week is Jeff and Mitch right next to each other. And Wait. you guys all have to guess who is I who. Think,
3: I think for the holidays, we need to get a picture of all four of us on this show right now. Not You're, yet this all right. minute, but we need to post yeah. a picture of
1: the four Then of they'll us. know who is who. Yeah, so, it's, no, it's
3: so it'll
2: be Jake, Grant, Mitch, and Alex, and right? And
3: I, I don't think the story cuts it. I think it needs a full post. I'm oh, a, yeah. I'm a full post guy. Yeah. It's no, it, your Christmas gift I'll, I'll
2: still us. post the picture of Jeff and Mitch, but uh, the the picture of all of us, I think that'll be our holiday little little thing. Yeah, right?
5: definitely. That sounds good. I also wanted to say- Shut uh, up. No, oh. kidding. Go on congrats on the one year uh i haven't been on much but like i've been well, here it's we don't like you no, <laughs> i've been I've been, here, I've been here behind the scenes a lot and i've been here no, every yeah, year yeah. and like you guys every week are posting and like you guys are really good about it and i just wanted to say congrats for keeping up on it and you guys have been awesome
2: thank you man i you're mean good, yeah good. You, you're, you're uh, all right guy you're a You're great guy, from dude. Shithead to I think that shit. No. It's <laughs> <that's laughs> still a step up. No, dude, I'm kidding. I think this is the first episode that Alex has been on that hasn't been on a Patreon extra episode. It's by the true. way, by the way, uh, uh, just add us on Patreon. Just like do do a little donation, and up to one dollar, up to anything else. I, I mean, want
3: this announcement made. I refuse to say it out loud. Uh, Matt and Morgan, they've been.
2: They've been completely no, supporting this show they've for been, like the entire time. Matt
3: and Morgan collectively have been screaming at me for the past six weeks. Um that we we're making t shirts. We are going to be making we are starting a call t shirts. It's happening. Oh, I'll yeah, be they, they got them. our
2: logo on them with the alien with the uh, uh yeah. with the horns um, from Electric Wizard.
3: You can get them through Patreon, obviously. I would very much, I'm not going to make any promises because I do not know how this will work, but I would very much like to be able to sell them just as t-shirts themselves. And if it makes you feel better, any proceeds that would be made, which we're not going to gouge, if they're made, it would go directly to the fund of the show.
2: The show, which means microphones, which means content, which means time spent. Yes. I, uh, uh, looking into the topics that we uh, go into every week, mm-hmm. which means things that we would get back to you guys. Anything
1: uh that you want, really. Also, artwork done by Delaney.
2: Yes. 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 Our uh, Delaney our kicks ass. Delaney
1: dude. Fagan
2: art work i don't know what her exact instagram handle is i'm actually going to look that up right now but delaney fagan is her name Uh, she's the artist of our logo and it is still fantastic we still love it my boss at uh i think it's a it's a coffee house that we actually um we plugged on an episode. I don't remember which one it was. Yeah, specifically. it's called
3: Starbucks Coffee. It's called <laughs> Starbucks. No, <laughs> no, it's fucking way better than Starbucks. No,
2: it is, dude. Uh, fucking grindhouse you like that segue. Hell yeah, dude. You guys didn't even. Fucking but no, know. Uh, it's a grindhouse cafe in. Uh, Show up in open
3: my elbow space, bitch.
2: Grindhouse Cafe in Griffith, Indiana. It's a great place. Uh, I work there now. Uh, they they helped us out a lot in the beginning. They let us like put up some posters and stuff, and. Um, but anyway, yeah, they're they're a great place. And uh, Delaney Fagan did our a uh, uh, Delaney Fagan did our a uh, logo. So, but uh, at the actual Christmas party, because I just recently started working at Grindhouse, uh, at the Christmas party of of Grindhouse, uh, my boss actually gave me a mug with the logo on it, and it was amazing. Mitch is astounded right now. Dude, it's an amazing mug. It also has that picture of those uh, two women cutting open a gray on a table. It has really? that on the other. You're side. welcome. No, it's a sick. It's like you're a welcome, sick mug, God. dude. It's an amazing mug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Grant, for posting that so Gabe could uh, take it off the internet and put it on a mug for me.
3: I know you don't have to tell me. I know I'm. Gabe, a you're a good shoot. man. I, I know think I'm cool.
2: you are a cool man, Grant. I think Gabe. Uh, the most recent photo of us was hugging. We were hugging on the Grindhouse page, so follow Grindhouse on Instagram.
3: I have a genuine question. What's that? An off off
5: air question. What's that?
3: Why do I have a sleeve on? Uh, where did this come from?
5: That was the white flag and Mitch just happened to put it on you, so I don't have a white flag anymore. Well, so I, I think say this entire the episode
3: cotton piss I wanna say.
4: Whoa. Whoa. Whoa
5: And big white flag, pause that video. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That was that. Uh, delete delete, <laughs> come we can't on. even post this. D- Does anybody? Come
3: on. You know what, man? where that's coming from.
2: You know what, man? This is the real world. Sometimes you gotta say shit fucking cunt.
5: That's George Carlin's seven words you can't say on television, baby. Shit piss, 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 piss. fuck cunt, cocksucker motherfucker. Yeah.
2: There you go. So you're wearing the sleeve for a good reason, good cause, anyway. Can I switch? I hope gears? I don't get fired because of that plug, and then that immediate terrible series <laughs> of things people people say. Sorry, I don't Gabe. think I will because they're it's, all cool.
1: It's it's a reference to George Carlin. It's he 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 was a good man.
2: We're not even speaking through our own mouths. Him.
1: Rest
3: in peace. Let's face it. I'm not. This is not up for discussion. I'm telling you right now. What's that? There's a George Carlin. He's the top of he's the cream of the crop. Behind him, there is a like a four way tie for second place. That would be Richard Pryor, Bill Hicks, obviously Bill Hicks, Louis, and Dave Chappelle. I would agree, 100%. and a hundred percent. I refuse I agree 100%. to give any one of those
1: four. And you know what? One spot. I don't think we that, should even I'd discuss. Have to put why wait, they are wait.
2: the top four, I don't think we should discuss that. What about,
1: what about Sam Kinnison? No, he's oh, funny. Sam Come Kinnison, on. Sam no Sam way. Great. Sam Kinnison If we're limiting no, it to four,
3: no, he doesn't no, no, make no, it. No, 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 no. They're tied for third. Number two? Do you, does anybody know where I'm going with this? Dude, gonna, say Sam. it,
1: Sam Kinnison. No. Uh, Bilbur. Sam Joan Rivers. Joan Rivers. I thought you were going to say Sam I, Hyde. I, oh, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> If you're ever looking for a good
5: time, look it up his TED talk. Sam Hyde's no, TED talk. It's I don't care. A brilliant. Half I will an hour. literally
3: fight anybody on this. Joan Rivers is one of the greatest Dude, Joan comedians R- that's ever. Lived. Joan Rivers is hilarious. She I, has some. I, shit I do agree that is, it can rival anybody.
2: I agree with that, but I well, I agree that she has great stand up. I don't know if she's in my top five.
3: I love you know what I'm Joan saying? Rivers. Um, with that being said, uh, why, why don't I shift in? I'll read my last little short story. Yeah, and
2: here. I have uh, a last couple haikus to go through, but they're not anything special. They're
3: just some little quick things. It'll take probably up to a minute. All right, this is going to this will be a couple minutes here. Um, I have a short story. I'll give you a little bit of background. We did a little writing workshop as a group uh, about a couple months ago where we all had to turn in short stories. It was me... Georgie, Alex, Jake, Mitch, and Trevor. Dude, I want to start doing this again. Yeah, David was here too.
2: Weekly, I want to start doing this again where we all write something and then all bring them together and workshop them. I know we all voted. I'm, gonna say, I'm saying this on the show because it started and then it stopped and then yeah. we've been talking about it, and now I feel like this may sort of hold us to it because I want to do it. I know we held I a vote
5: for like, the writing, Alex, love you to
3: death. Yours was the worst we'd ever seen.
5: <laughs> Mine was about a magical fupa. Um, no, no I just, don't
3: don't, explain. don't
5: I, explain. Hold on, no, no, I'm not gonna explain. I just say that we all do ours on like a random podcast, like 15 minutes long, not a big one. But then uh, we all vote and we make it into a skit. No, Yours I
3: is don't bad. agree you're, with you're that. I hate that idea. Um, then don't do it. I don't. I rem- won't. I don't remember who got. The top parades, I enjoyed mine. That's why I chose to I read I wrote this. one and didn't
2: even read it because
3: everyone just didn't do it. No, I, we all did it. You Dude, weren't here. the fishing story. We watched Deliverance that night. Oh, the fishing story? I wrote one of those too. Did I you read it. mine? No.
2: I want to read mine. All right. I'm I go- have it. All right, go ahead. What? What's it called?
3: This one's called Mrs. B.
2: Mrs. B by Grant Bradke. right now. Go ahead.
3: Terence had always wanted to fall in love with that special somebody. <laughs> he never realized that it was closer than he'd ever imagined it possibly could be. There was a woman that he had met online a couple weeks back that he thought was simply perfect for him. She was coming over to visit him later tonight after he got off of work. He worked at the gas station down the street from his house. He was the manager. His father always told him that he was destined for greatness his entire life and he began to realize that perhaps his father was full of shit. He was getting really tired of the boring labor for little to no pay. All he wanted was something special that he could call his own. One day, he knew it could be true. He had a little apartment that he was proud to own. It wasn't anything spectacular, but it was something that he could call his own place. The woman that he had met was a truly special one. He couldn't wait for the moment that she came over to his home, because it had been his dream for the past six weeks. He was planning on offering her the guest room, the one that he had bought purposely extra, just in case a moment like this occurred. He was extremely nervous, because he'd never been with a woman before in this manner. She was very beautiful, but he didn't think super highly of himself especially knowing that he had a low-paying job, a mediocre apartment, and an under-average dick. He never really thought <laughs> <laughs> he, he never really thought of himself as anything beyond average. His biggest passion, passion in life was painting. He would go home after work and he would paint until he went to bed. Anything he wanted to paint. He didn't have a particular style or love He drew from influence that happened to him throughout the day. He'd sold a couple paintings to local shops, nothing more, earning nothing but peanuts. He caught a little bit of luck here and there, and he was excited to see his work make it out there in the world. It was very important to him. It was the one vice that he had in the world that didn't damage him physically. He was a big smoker, and he would often catch himself dozing with a lit cigarette in his greasy hands. He knew that it would lead it would never lead to anything good but it was just something he couldn't get past violently masturbating in bed always called for a cigarette usually followed by a deep sleep True Perhaps it was the depression that he had suffered from He tried not to think about it but sometimes it would just nag and gnaw at the back of his spine Mrs B would be arriving sometime after 7 p.m. He could no longer wait Because she had already agreed over the phone That she would stay in the spare room It was nothing romantic or sexual in nature It was just happenstance He was so excited he could barely contain himself His anxiety got the best of him While he was waiting for her to arrive He couldn't decide the first thing he wanted to say to her It was something that he had never thought about before But it was the only thing that he could focus on The feelings were creeping back up again He thought maybe he wasn't good enough for her. He didn't think he was capable of being with such a beautiful woman that had such a loving heart. He wasn't ready for something like that. The doorbell rang, and his heart skipped a beat. She was standing there waiting for him to open the door. He let her in and brought her into the back bedroom. He brought in her bags, and he put them down on the dresser. His fear began to subside and he became a little bit more excited as opposed to depressed and nervous. Everything began falling into place for the evening. He was excited to see what would happen tonight. Oh, yeah. Mrs. B was sitting quietly in the corner. She was a beautiful woman with flowing blonde hair. Terence had always fancied her look and hoped one day to see her completely naked. She lived in this house. He didn't know much about it, and she never told him much. He brought her flowers home from the gas station, and he even slicked his hair back and trimmed up his pubic region. He was going to cook her a nice meal and simply pop the question. Want a bang? <laughs> <laughs> he decided to make so her. Romantic. He decided to make her a nice risotto with a side of garlic bread. She sat across from him and looked into his eyes as she ate her meal. Terence continuously wiped the sweat from his fat brow because he felt her eyes piercing his soul. He waited a moment, just before gathering the courage to share a romp with her in the back room. She gave him that look, the one with her hair plastered to her cheeks and her eyes unmoving. He knew this was the moment. He was going to have sex with Mrs. B. It was his dream, and it was finally coming true. This is off the story. Brace yourself. It gets very sexual. Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He carried her into the bedroom like a man would carry his new wife into a room. He laid her down gently and went into the bathroom to pop his Viagra. (laughs) (laughs) He looked in the mirror and began to psych himself up before going into the room, slapping his chest and tugging on his cock, hoping that it would stay hard. He walked in and began touching her body sensually. She was softer than he thought she would be. Her hair sat, once more, painted to her head as he moved lower down her body. He could feel his erection beginning to stand with its own accord in between his thighs. Hell yeah. He pulled her soft legs apart and began rubbing the lip his fingers across the lips of her tight vagina. His penis stood tautly, Facing the ceiling fan and the heavens. Oh, how God would have a view tonight.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude. (laughs) I love that you read this in a
3: Columbia classroom. He gave her the look, and she agreed. It was time. He entered her body slowly at first, feeling all the sensations through his cock and balls (laughs) for as long as he possibly could handle. He tried to pump harder, but he could feel the semen rising to the surface of his joint as he began to slow down once more. He pulled it out, flipped her on her stomach like she was a fresh pancake, and he began... (laughs) (laughs) And he began something new. (laughs) He entered her once more, this time from the back. This continued for moments pumping the thin walls of her vagina as she lay there motionless and quiet. He was finally done, flipped her over again, and he pulled his wiener out of his out of her fat pussy, and ejaculated all over her taut breast. He sighed deeply and rolled over in the bed. After a moment he went into the bathroom and he got a towel to clean up the mess that he had just created. It was much more than he anticipated. About three shot glasses full.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) It
3: came out in a thick, wiry rope. After helping her clean her soft body off, he lay next to her and lit a cigarette. He took a very deep drag and let the smoke pour out of his lips. He looked over to her, she gave him one of those glances again, and he put the lit cigarette directly into her mouth. It sat between her lips for a moment before the ash fell off the tip and dripped right onto her semen-covered breasts. A small hiss expelled from her body. Terence looked over, worried, and saw that her skin had melted into a thick gash and was now farting out air. Terence jumped off the bed in a panic, dumbfounded. Her skin surrounding the ash continued to melt and she began to shrink into nothing. Not again, Terence thought to himself. This was the second time that this had happened this year. He hoped it wasn't the case, but Mrs. Butterworth appeared to be dead. (laughs) (laughs) He chose that name for her very specifically because it was the only lubrication she would let him put on his rod. (laughs) And he found that nickname to be very cute. He was distraught, saddened, crying, suicidal, as he went and sat down at his computer and opened up Amazon.com to order another Climax doll. Who do I go with this time? Roseanne or Sheila? Shit, he thinks to himself. There goes another $2,500 and another month of courting before I can ever fuck again. (laughs)
2: $2,500!
3: There it is! Holy shit. There's Mrs. B. Oh my god, dude. Oh, just, god. oh, Like I said,
2: dude, the fact that you've read these in Columbia College classrooms <laughs> just fucking gets me every time. Yeah. I so wish that I had more classes with you.
3: Man, the fiction department will not remember me lightly. I promise you that. <laughs>
2: Dude, the students hated you, but your fucking uh, your counselor loved your stuff. Dude, and. Uh, he loved your shit.
3: No, uh, Don. 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 DeGazia. Don Andrew's DeGrazia. Shit, I still talk to him once in a while. That guy, fucking. He's a great ass. guy,
2: dude. He loved your shit for good reason, man. You you like paint a very vivid picture. You take some turns that no one would really expect, especially it's all in about the, fun. Especially in the setting, it is all about fun. That's all writing should be about, but it's not, and it's terrible. So you are a good breath of fresh air in the writing community. I'll say that, Grant Bradkey. There's Mrs. Mrs. Butterworths
3: for you. It's just called That's the, the only lubricant that she would let him use. <laughs> you guys, you want a little backstory, dude? This oh. is like the backstory episode. We're getting so deep into our lives here, dude. Fucking, oh, I wrote this own. story. I wrote. You know, the minute I wrote this story, <laughs> you guys aren't going to believe this. <laughs> we were eating edibles. <laughs> we I can completely believe that. I I can totally believe that. We we're, we're, totally were all here. Me too? I don't remember. I, know, I don't think I was. I know David was here but he didn't he was just drinking. And
2: That sounds like David.
3: Uh, uh I I'm not going to use names of people that were here because I don't want anyone being in trouble. Whatever. But uh, I was there. And uh, we were so watching was David? He was drinking. We were No, <laughs> da- David was drinking. A sailor. Um he was not he was not involved in the the reefer. Um and uh we were watching Austin Powers gold member. And uh there was like nine people in in the house. I
2: think I was here for this.
3: <laughs> I was definitely here and, for uh, this one. I was so uncomfortable that I refused to speak words to anybody but one person. But that person was asleep, so it didn't benefit me at all. Not at all. And, I
2: remember this night. I definitely was there for this night. And
3: I sat on my phone for like 30 minutes, and I just wrote this down. And then the next day I found it, and I was like, Mom, can you read this and tell me if it makes sense? And she was like, that was the most disgusting thing I've ever read.
2: Are you fucking me right now? You wrote this that night?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was the night I wrote. That's why I kept it, because I thought it was
2: funny. The way that you've described that night on many occasions to me have not been that coherent. That is a beautiful story to come out of that, uh, wild, that night. Jesus. And you you made your
3: mom read this? <laughs> I've made my mom read every single thing I've ever written. That's She's bold as fuck, dude, because I've read some of the
2: other stuff you've written that is way more R-rated oh. than a lot of this Can
5: stuff. Can I tell this story real X-rated, quick? X-rated even. Can I, just, I, can I just ask, is this the sixes and sevens night? Yep. Okay, I totally remember this yep. night. Yeah.
3: David was forcing me to eat quesadillas at three a.m.
2: Yeah, because he brought them over and no one was eating them, and he was getting very um, violently, drunkenly mad about that. If you
3: guys want the inside scoop, there are. This is one thing my mom did not read because I. She asked. She was like, "Do you want me to read it?" And I was like, "Mom, this is what's involved." And she was like, "I don't want to read that." I wrote a chapter. Dude, your chapter. mom's
2: fucking awesome, dude. Your mom's a G. I She's
3: wrote... She's fucking so tight. I wrote a chapter that I had to read. No, this is what we did. We had to email it to our whole class. And then what we did is we sat in this giant square room of tables.
2: In a circle, right?
3: And every single person, there was like 13 of us in the class and the teacher, everyone had to go around and you had to say one thing, at least that you loved about the story and then you had to say one thing that you would improve on not that you dude, didn't like
2: dude did you show me this oh yeah you've read it and oh i know exactly what this is this, was this a is fucking ridiculous
3: it's a chapter of the book i'll give you i've i've edited which again it. is a fantastic book i've changed it heavily since then i want to read it There, the main character uh, believes that his wife had cheated on him and she was pregnant. She was about eight months pregnant. So what he does is he ties her up in the basement after knocking her out with a lamp, cuts open her stomach with a knife, takes out the fetus or the child, whatever you want to call it, slits its throat and throws it across the room, and then he decapitates her and, Ed Kemperstyle style, fucks her neck hole and ejaculates into her own skull before dropping her on the floor and saying the Freddy Krueger s quote of "You always gave great head," and there was a group of thirteen extremely liberal students that had to read this, look me in the eyes, and tell me what they liked about it
2: dude this this is the exact thing that <laughs> this is the <laughs> exact story that I thought about when i was when I was writing the thing that I already said the haiku. Uh, coed Kemper told on himself for the neck hole irrematio. That was the exact story that I had
1: in mind. <laughs> it's vivid. When I dude. was thinking, of it's that. about nine and a it's half just pages. Like, of it's him not irrematio
2: in in the mouth. It's cutting off the head and fucking the
1: throat hole it's uh, so as if it were irrematio. That is in Grant's so, book. <laughs> so, what were some of the compliments you're getting from this? You
3: want to know? You want to know? Great, yeah.
1: great word choice. I, there were great. Three,
3: there were three. Uh, <laughs> there were three individuals in the class, uh, the teacher not included. She loved it. She pulled me aside. Dude, and all your teachers loved,
2: loved your shit. All the students hated it, and that's because they sucked uh, and they were too emotional.
3: It was funny. I actually had like two, everyone at Columbia. I too had emotional. two kids reach out to the teacher to get my phone number. And they texted me. What? And they were like, "I love this." What? They told me how much they loved dude,
2: it. Dude, you didn't tell me about this. This is amazing. I had two
3: kids. We're still cool. Like, uh,
2: that's so unexpected, honestly, from Colombia.
3: They were no, they loved it, but they, dude, they were like, they're kind of weird kids. We all got along. That's fine. Um, dude, whoever likes it, there's at least there's an audience. There were no, a couple people. I really enjoyed it. Um. After that, literally, it, dude, the introduction was so embarrassing. We had a break. I went out for a smoke, and uh, I came back in, and uh, the teacher just like, all right, why don't we just get this out of the way, and we'll go into to <laughs> Out of <paper."> the way. <laughs> and, like, everyone just, like,
2: You're the uh, one to get out of the way,
3: eh? <laughs> and uh, they were all being, like, super, like, hardcore liberals, and they were just like, you did really good, like, scene building and then their, like, negative comments were, like, I think you, like, fetishized uh, necrophilia. Dude. And then oh, my God. I, I, have, I had a comment. I have, my comment I have a was, specific
2: time to talk about after you tell this story dude. I'm I, so pissed about. So, go, go ahead.
3: I got so, like, so much hate. But there, there were, like, two or three kids in that class that were just, like, because, I mean, all we did was turn in chapters. So, I mean, we're, like... They read like I don't know, like fucking ninety pages of shit that I've written yeah. about the same like character. Yeah, it's a fiction class. And yeah. like I purposely waited till like near the end to do this because like I built a bunch of shit up to that. And they were, all their comments were just like, I like did not think that's like where it was gonna go. Like it was, it was really weird. Yeah, it was like
2: unexpected. Yeah,
3: but I had one kid, dude. I, I, I fucking like reamed on this kid because he was like these are the I, stories that i love. He was like i think it's disgusting and i really think it's super unnecessary blah 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 and i'll never forget dude i had a, i had kids back me up on this too. I was like dude your story is a joke. It's about like a guy that gets caught smoking weed in a car. Like you want to fucking talk to me about like a story you don't know how to fucking write. And dude <laughs> yes and dude <laughs> everyone everyone i'm joking no because i'm so proud of you <laughs> no one knew what to say and then even the teacher was like oh my god i love that her only response was like risk taking is a very important part of writing oh my god And i was like that was when i knew I won. That was, oh. I won
2: i dude if i haven't said this uh before in my life i love you dude
1: i appreciate it the best part is no one's gonna say anything to you because you're in a wheelchair, and they're just like, "Oh, goddamn shit.
2: right!" It's the perfect situation. Yeah. I, uh, dude,
3: oh. oh, I wrote, I wrote one. What else did I write? Oh no, I wrote the other one that was bad. It was another chapter. It was about him as a kid. All
2: the chapters are kind of fucked up from your book. No, it's no, it's bad. <laughs>
3: I turned in like the bad ones because I needed critique. Uh, yeah, needed you need critique. Uh, you need honest and critique. It's about him. Uh, murdering cats when he's a kid
2: i remember that chapter that was a great chapter and
3: he comes on himself yeah does it yeah of course his dad who's fucking whacked out on heroin yeah holds him down and rapes him
2: yep that happens
3: and i uh, we were in small groups and we were like upstairs on you know where we were in like the small rooms it was the
2: the the the, the ninth no it's the Oh, what floor was it? The fifth floor. The fifth floor, yeah. They're like little cubicles. That's like
3: what they are. They're like little sliding doors you can
2: go in. Yeah, where you can rent out and like have study time and And it was so
3: funny because in class, when I had to, oh, dude, I'm not going to say it here. I used a lot of racial comments. But it was because of who the character was. Like It was the it was through
2: the lens of the character yeah. who was a certain way saying certain and things. And I'll tell you right?
3: this. The dad does not like people of Jewish descent. There you go. And I said a lot Some
2: people that. are like that. Grant isn't like that. But some people are.
1: Anti-Semite scum. And uh, I had a lot go. of people. Walter Subcheck.
3: That chapter.
1: Big Lebowski, Big Lebowski yeah. man! Oh yeah, he, semi, he punches him in the face. Um, it's just was, so funny because he's I, not even Jewish. That
2: sounded like the name of someone from our high school, and I was just like, "What oh, did man. you just say?" But no, go ahead. Grant. I uh,
3: yeah, I, the small group I was in, they all loved it. Like they were purposely like, "That was fantastic." They were like, "I don't approve of the killing cats." But that was good.
1: Yeah, the one thing <laughs> is like I don't like
3: killing cats, dude.
1: But everything else is okay, I guess. <laughs> I respect them, like, dude, that, dude. That's cool.
2: like that Netflix new like a documentary about it's like don't fuck with cats dude, or something. Fuck that it's like some tongue. video about like a cat being burned by a cigarette or something, and like the whole world trying to find I out who it is. It's like, like, like fuck you, you Netflix. Cats. Like oh get a better God. idea. Yeah, worst things have happened. There's so many worse you know, videos on the internet.
3: This is gonna be a to make documentaries about. I want to talk about this right now. I've been wanting to talk about this for two fucking weeks. this It was back to the sports topic, okay? We're, we're circling back for a minute. This is social commentary. That's fine. This is my opinion. None of you have to agree with me. I won't be upset if you do. Um, don't worry about it. Here's the beef. Michael Vick is in the news one more time. Because he has been selected.
2: Maybe not one more time, but again.
3: He's back in the news (laughs) because he has been selected by the NFL to be a Pro Bowl team captain. So he will be picking a Pro Bowl team, and it will be Michael Vick's team. A la the NBA, where they have players and legends pick the team for the All-Star weekend. I am fucking disgusted at the way that people are talking about Michael Vick. And I do not, I do not care how this sounds. I do not care how fucking upset people are going to get with me. Michael Vick did a horrible thing. No denying that.
5: Have you seen the video? Yeah. No. I. You think okay. I haven't? I was just wondering if you have seen the video because my girlfriend is very uptight with like the uh, dogs, and I just I've seen the video and oh, it no, made yeah. me think differently about Michael Vick. No, no, no. I mean, I'm not denying
3: in any way, shape, or form. That what Michael Vick did was disgusting. Because it was. I'm not even going to defend him on that. My defense happens here. He was caught. He admitted to it. He was found guilty. And he served his time in prison. After his prison sentence was over. Whether you think it wasn't long enough or not. Irrelevant. You don't fucking matter. You're not the one making the decision. So you don't get a fucking choice. You're not the law. Michael Vick served his time in prison, and when he got out, he said, I want to join the NFL again. I can do it. And what they told him was not, yeah, you're in. You're Michael Vick. You can come on in. and Fuck those dogs. You're back in the league. He had to go through the process again of going through training camp, meeting with teams, trying to get a contract, and he was still so fucking good that he got signed again and came back for multiple years and fucking kicked ass at the sport.
2: He was bench-pressing dead dogs in jail. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, and here,
3: here's my argument. I completely understand that dog fighting is fucked up. I'm not going to deny that. It it's really terrible. is. Dogs
2: are great. You shouldn't make them fight, but they
1: do sometimes. I love golden retrievers. Yes. Um, and corgis. Uh, great
3: Danes. That's my beef. Um, the, here's, my, here's my commentary on Michael Vick. If you do not think that the American prison system should be about reformation then you are a terrible person. If you do not think that someone can go into prison and come out and be a different person, if you are not willing to give them a second chance, if they fuck it up that's on them. That's on them. Yeah, because what is prison about if not if if not
2: rehabilitation? Yeah. And they're not uh, good like, at it. Th- that's the whole goal of the system. Whether it works or not, yeah. that's the system. And he went through it, and he came back out, and he made the NFL, and now he's still an enormous star.
3: Exactly. There's no – it's one of those things, man. It's like I do not care. Um, You want to talk about, like, bad noise? Fucking um, – let's talk about Michael Jackson. He fucking denied that shit his whole life and got away with it. You want to fucking Jeffrey Epstein fucking denied it his whole life, got arrested, and fucking died. Have you
2: seen that Michael Jackson documentary? R.
3: Kelly. I've seen parts of it. Yeah, R. Kelly. R. Kelly. These dudes uh, are the true fucking animals. They're terrible people. You want to talk about prison. Michael Vick did his time, comes back, is apologetic for his behavior, and truly proves to the country that he is a reformed citizen as far as we not know he's doing not doing it again. He's not doing it again. And that is my whole thing. I'm completely aware that crimes definitely tarnish a reputation, but when the person is honest and open about it and can admit fault, and literally serves prison time as a famous person, I think they deserve they deserve the benefit of the doubt. They really do. I don't know. Yeah, it, I mean, uh... look at O.J. Simpson. People don't talk about O.J. the way they're talking about Michael Vick. And that guy fucking murdered people, and now we got a Twitter, and people are just treating him like a celebrity yeah, again. They think he's like funny.
2: he's the juice of the original uh, uh, pre-crime. It's fucked I up. I don't know. It's a disgusting situation. I don't know, man. And and the Michael Vick thing, the whole thing, like it, it was just taking place on his property. There was no proof that he actually was condoning it or making it like happen. Like he was, it was, it was yeah, on his was property. He was the money, and in no way am I am I saying that that's okay because it's not. But there's no way of proving that he was aware of it. There's no way of proving that he was having anything to do with the fact that it was going on. It was going on, and it was on his property. So he got he took the fall.
3: Yeah. So dislike and us, dislike my opinion. I I'm he, on Michael Vick's side. I yeah, am. I am.
2: He served his time. He came back. He's great again. And people are giving him shit. And it makes sense. But at the same time, come on.
3: Hey. Kobe Bryant raped somebody.
2: Kobe Bryant did, and he got away with it. Kobe Bryant raped a so human did, being. So did Roethlisberger. No,
3: and you know what? The and th- he's still thing is? the starter for no. the fucking Steelers. You want to know dog shit? You know who's in a fucking worse situation? Who was in a worse situation and gets love and adoration that Michael Vick doesn't get? Mike Tyson. Nobody talks about that shit. He did Mike rape Tyson somebody. Mike Tyson is a convicted rapist. He raped somebody. And he yeah. got past it, and fucking people love Mike it was Tyson. like, oh, he's so cute. He
2: has a lisp, and he has a show on Adult Swim, and he bit someone's ear off. Oh, There's so many yeah. quirks to him that we can just uh, ignore his rape. Yeah, if you It's like, what know the this, fuck? Michael, no, you can't ignore Mike the rape. Mike Tyson
3: is a convicted rapist. There's a whole thing. Dude, when people ask him about it, he fucking calls them assholes. But he's a convicted rapist. So you want to talk about fucking fairness, then I want to hear the internet fucking getting a riot when Mike Tyson's the new meme. Let's that back, shit pisses me off. Let's get back to Michael Vick, though. I like Michael Vick. I don't like what he did. Michael Vick's probably one of the top ten quarterbacks there that's ever go. lived. And uh, he served prison time, came back, and still fucking kicked ass.
2: And he's not dog fighting right now.
3: No. So sorry, sorry for the rant. Completely off topic. Sorry for the rant. Michael I, Vick is. I'm on his side. There it is. I do have some haikus. Yeah, why don't yeah, you? Why right you wait right for the, right,
2: the haiku after the Michael Vick and uh, rape Mike Tyson? Oh God! All right. So, I have some. F- I have a few uh, to wrap this up because I feel like we should wrap this up pretty soon, right? Ugh, I'm yeah, gonna. I'm still burping. All right. Let's see. Uh, Grant, Mitch, Georgie, Griff, and I talk at you for give or take an hour. That's just sort of a meta uh, haiku about the the, the uh, podcast there. And uh, let's see. Uh, holy shit, do we need more microphones for this motherfucking podcast. That is another one because we very much do. I am sharing a microphone currently with Mitchell and Alex here, and Grant gets his own because he's just by the
3: laptop and in a chair and it's my house i feel like i get and it is the his head. house
1: and he gets the nicest chair i'm like what the fuck yeah he does get the you... nicest chair it costs roughly fifty eight thousand dollars.
3: why don't you start not walking and you'll get this chair oh, i'm I can... s- gonna start
2: if i start not walking i feel like people will just call me
5: a failure
3: pound it pound it alex pound, pound
5: it. it dude what'd you say what'd you say say it in the microphone i said and the blowjobs and the blowjobs. There you
2: go. From the from the chair. But, uh, all right, here's another one. That's here's a story for another that time. That is the story. The chair gives blowjobs. It's true, but here's another. That'd be Ugh.
3: nuts. You'd never see me.
2: <laughs> We'd never see Grant You'd see at all. would
3: see me, I'd be like 150 pounds lighter. And I'd be like, guys... You're gonna have to call a doctor. <laughs> I, my Brett dick is like, yo. Orange. What's go,
5: what, what's happening? You want to hang out? You'd be like, sorry, blowjob time. It's like, Brett, I'm malnourished from not doing anything today. but this. I, all right, text me when you're done. I literally cannot drink <laughs> enough water <laughs> or date, eat enough. Sorry, peanuts. I was getting blowjobs all day. Yeah, that's probably from the chair. But, uh, all right, here's another
2: one, right? All right, Grant and I watched some of the worst films of all time for no good reason. That's a haiku right there, and it's very true for this show, right? All the, a bit... the
3: Why is this sleeve on me? What the fuck? Dude, the is sleeve this? is the white flag from all the terrible like things this. we say. Oh, I don't God. like this. It's making me hot. I don't feel good. All right, I have
2: three. I'm getting angry. I have three haikus left. I'll be back. And uh, the last one is going to is going to, like, uh, uh, close out the show, all right? Are you cool with that, Grant? What? Yes. Yes, Mitch is answering for Grant because he left the uh, the stage here. All right. Uh, the first one, first episode on Christmas Day reading through a Mothman disaster, right? Because that is a just an allusion to the first episode on Christmas Day for the Mothman terrible story Go back and listen
5: to it. It is the worst thing that you'll ever listen to. Sorry for
1: the person who wrote that.
5: Uh, I just want to say thank you for Matt for doing the intro, and thank you for Gr- uh, Griff for doing the new intro, but the original intro is pretty badass by Matt. Yeah, I don't know if we have uh, uh, rights to that, honestly. Uh, I
2: think Matt just played a song and then said, it's the Grant and Matt power hour. Like, one <laughs> of the like. I think he may have uh, stolen some rights <laughs> on that one. All right, I'll, I'll go to the second of the third, and uh, the last one will be the one to close out on. All right, so this last one, uh, this second to last one, right? Almost a full year, this episode makes 39. Fucking Jesus. We're going to have 39 episodes after this one. This is going to be our 39th episode. Isn't that fucking crazy? Grant's out of the room. I'm sure he would have something to say. Thank you, Alex, for clapping about it. Miss you, too. There you go, the clapping. But, yeah, that's the uh, the second-to-last haiku I got for you guys. Uh, uh, Grant is still out of the room. I think he's talking to his parents. I don't know what he's doing, honestly. But this is... Uh... He's getting
1: a blowjob right now from his chair.
2: Wow. Wow. That might be the case, honestly. I don't know what he does with his chair. That is an expensive chair. If it doesn't do that for him, I don't know what it does. <laughs> Except from, you know, like mobility and stuff. But, like, ah, whatever. But, dude... You know what? Let let me just take this time to say we are starting a cult. Um thank you guys so much for
1: Yeah, if you're still listening, you are amazing. Yeah. 'Cause we're we're about two hours and four minutes in. Oh, about wow. three five minutes. Dude, this is gonna
2: be our longest episode ever, dude. Uh oh fucking anyway, right. I mean, thank you guys so much for uh being around and sticking to us and like listening to us every week. I think we got we got a good regular uh crowd for every week that download and listen to our podcast and it, it just means the world to us here at we are starting a cult and um you know what Wait. it's it's great are we done uh i am about to read the last haiku sorry i was on my phone no it's all good um
5: so <laughs> 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 that's when we should wrap it up no i uh,
2: no yeah dude, I, I, got, totally I got the last haiku that'll uh, that'll wrap us up and uh but i was just thanking everybody for sticking around for a full year because this has been a great oh. year man i Gee. fucking
3: Fuck all of them.
2: Fuck all of you. That is what I say. I enjoy everyone that Literally, listens to Literally, I would
3: make sweet love to everyone.
2: So, oh, so literal. Fuck all of them.
3: Um, eighteen or older. That is a good. Uh, that is a good
2: catch, right? There. After that, it's game on. There you go. I mean, all right. So you want me to read my final haiku for the uh, the the episode? This is probably our longest on record.
3: You want me to be honest with you? I don't know where I'm at right now.
2: You drank too much of a four loco.
3: Oh, ho, ho, ho. yeah, did. Yeah, you did. All right, dude. Let me let me finish dude, this wait, out. Dude, wait, right? hold, on, hold on, before you right, go ahead. That. Um, um, you know what happens after this is all over? What? Christmas. I, I own left for dead to the video game yeah i
2: know and that is what is gonna happen after. dude i this. gotta go home and do laundry dude i gotta go record this weekend for the fucking well, band
5: alex or mitch one of them is gonna be here i'll play i'll play i'm always down hold on mitch i mitch. also drank all my beer so i have hand. no reason
2: to
3: be here mitch, mitch, is mitch is has also
2: gotta go dude alex is gonna be here to play left for dead for you
3: God, with you that's literally the last draft pick I would have taken. No, I'm is that because he lost the fantasy league? No, it's because he sucks at <laughs> Left 4 Dead. I have to oh, explain Oh, dude, the white flag has go. been thrown. He's me. No, no, he's not. You're, you listen.
2: All right, all right. So for this last haiku, so for this last haiku, I am going to uh, explain each line as I read it. It's just three lines, five, seven, five, like it always is. That's the form. And uh, thank you guys for sticking with us for this very long episode. Happy holidays. Hell yeah. All right. So the first line, wow. zombie birthday time, you know, because of Jesus, he died and came back. And uh, that's about the time that we, uh, that's the time that we're recording this. And the second uh, second line is follow us on all the shit because you really need to do that. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Patreon. Um, what else am I missing? Libsyn. You know, uh, startacult at gmail.com. That's our email. Start
3: following us in real life.
2: Start following us in real life. <laughs> I'll just get, I'll just give out my own thing, but it's pretty like straightforward because you know my name, Jake Wallen, uh, on Instagram. My name is Jake Wallen. Don't so follow, follow me on Instagram. Follow me on all that stuff. Don't follow uh, Thurman Merman. <laughs> don't follow Thurman Merman on uh, on Instagram. There's some don't do stuff on there
3: I don't want people seeing.
2: And all right, uh, <laughs> there are some things on there that are pretty questionable. But all right, the last line of the haiku is "We
3: death t- to America." Is it? <laughs> death to
2: America? That's six syllables, dude. I can't. Death
3: full. to America. America.
2: America. America. To America. <laughs>
4: America.
2: Wow, Wow. Anyway,
3: the last line to the haiku. You have to ha- read the whole thing when you're All dead. right.
2: So the last line to the haiku is, we started a cult, right? Damn, all right. Good. So the final uh, haiku of this podcast is zombie birthday time. Follow us on all the shit. We started a cult. And that's me and uh, Grant Bradkey over there. I'm Jake Waller, Yeah, the guy that's, that's sitting all the time. The guy that's sitting all the time that's in me. that expensive ass chair that gives him hand jobs. And there's Grant uh, over there no, in me. the same thing, the same I'm chair. The same and that's that Mitch over explaining. there on the couch who is not going to be saying anything I don't think anymore. Mitch is always here, he's been there. He's tapped uh, many of so I've known Mitch
3: uh, 20 years now, yeah. 20, 20 years, years, man. 20 years. There's
2: Alex over there. Uh, and then uh, Georgie and Griff are the main other guys that have been on the podcast. Matt Carlton has been on there once or twice. But uh, but yeah, thank you guys for being with us for a year. We love it. We're going to keep going until, uh, we're gonna until keep you go- stop listening because we're going to keep going.
3: We're going to keep going until I get murdered.
2: And it's going to happen soon. I have a date set. Uh, so anyway, the only uh,
3: person that I will die willingly at their hand is Mitch. All
2: right. Well, I have that date set up with Mitch
3: at the, if Mitch can ever kill me, I will willingly die at his hand.
2: If I pulled a gun on you, would you try to jerk out of the way?
3: I don't give a fuck. Honestly.
2: All right. We'll see. This,
3: I I welcome death. Because we'll see in roughly you know a know what, month and a half. You know I guess, death Cause that's is? the date that I have set. Death is eternal sleep. And, man, do I fucking love sleeping.
2: All right, Socrates, fuck you. Being
3: anyway, in a coma is fucking better than pizza and sex.
2: We are starting a cult. Is that, I was <laughs> waiting right. for you to throw that white flag. We are kind of starting aggressive. a cult. I'm Jake Wollen, That's Grant Bradkey and uh, all our other guests that you guys know the names of. Thank you very much for keeping with us for a year.
3: It's been a great year. We got a better year. Hitting you hard, all right? We have some great things planned.
2: They're going to be great. They're going to be disgusting. And it's going to be everything that you might want if you have been listening to this show. So thank you very much.
3: You might just pull a Terrence and come all over a sex doll. That's what you might do. That's the
2: ideal situation, honestly.
3: There you go. We love you. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Have a, cra- or no, a crazy Kwanzaa. Have a, a solemn... What are the other holidays? Oh, yeah. ha- Have a, a happy Hanukkah. Hanukkah. No, it's <laughs> a ha- uh, Happy, uh, Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Crazy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Uh, and uh, what's the last happy one? New Year. No. Uh, what? Uh, shit. I don't know. If there's other anything holidays, we're missing,
2: happy that
3: yeah. Festivus. Festivus. Get your Festivus polls out there. Festivus for the rest of us, baby. Just have a great season y'all. We'll be I mean we'll be back Friday. It's no joke. We
2: will be back Friday. Uh and that will <laughs> I think be before the new
3: year.
0: <laughs> but
2: uh but so that, fuck your new but year. But you know we'll what the 25th was our year, Mark. So thank you guys for being with us for a year and uh we are starting a cult uh Jake Wall and Grant Brandtke. Thank you very much. Goodbye.
3: We love you very much. Goodbye. And uh this is the Grant and Jake Power Hour.